The Tape Never Lies Network. Starts now. Recognized me as a doctor. I was like, "That's oh. right. I I am a doctor on television." <laughs> Did he call you Doctor Phil or Draft no. Doctor Phil? I had my state badge, you know the with the yeah. What do you call that thing on it? Whatever it's fucking called. Lanyard. You're lanyard. Thank you. He's like, "You're a doctor." And I'm like, "That's right, Draft Doctor Phil." <laughs> <laughs> I knew his mom. It was great. But anyway, I'm doing he's, good. He'll, he would have sued you for malpractice with your uh, Christian Hackenberg love. Their draft act. <laughs> Where is Christian now? That's what I want to know. Where is I'm Christian not sure. Now? I think he bounced around a little bit. Every he, bit of talent. Football. God oh, gave. Yeah. I think that makes me so upset. At five foot seven, and these motherfuckers—I'm sure our guest feels the same way. When these motherfuckers are six three, and I know I'm short, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and listen, if I was just six one, I'm going to Penn State. I told my son, I was like, "You probably wouldn't have been born, bro." <laughs> What every son wants to hear, Phil. Exactly. Great parenting, great parenting, bro. Great parenting. Right. I fucked no. your mom. <laughs> Listen, we live in a world where the fucking number one song in the country is catchy, and it's talking about this girl killing her ex, and she had to kill the other girl. Like, what world are we in, Shane? Yeah, we. I just killed my ex. Okay. That's good. Let's, but we can't do a Christmas song about fucking roasting and leaving, right? Well, that was a that was a crazy start. Yeah, yeah. I'm Phil's on a rant. Re, Phil's relaying our conversation from a couple of days ago. It went off filter a little bit. Actually, this morning. Oh, was it? Yeah. There's so much smoke, <laughs> smoke in New York from Canada. It's I'm killing all, us, Mark. I'm off. I'm all fucked up. It's no joke, though, bro. Like I told you guys pre-show this smoke up here man it's it's bonkers man it's all the way here to connecticut too yeah you're not as bad as it is up there 
Yeah. Oh my God. Shane has it. He's at, I'm at two something. Yeah, the air quality here was 363 last I looked. I mean, they still make them go out and deliver mail. (laughs) Yeah. That's fucking nuts. It's crazy. That's why my voice sounds so good tonight. Mark, that's why the spread is not lobster tail and shrimp. Yeah, it's smoke, smoked meat. Smoked smoke meat. Smoked meat. <laughs> smoked meat. <laughs> just not, we didn't even cook it. We just left it out on my deck for a couple hours. Bro. <laughs> Raw smoked meat. <laughs> Real quick. I don't know about you, Shane, but like I'm in Hartford. I'm going out for lunch yeah. and it just smells like smoke. Oh, yeah. I guess, it's, it's fucking nuts. It I've is. I've never experienced anything like that. Yeah, no, I mean, I where we live uh, on Robinson, it's uh, we're right on the St. Lawrence River, and at the end of our street, you go down like a little slope. And this morning, when I was I was up and I was driving, you couldn't even see this. It literally looked like you're driving off into a cliff into clouds. You couldn't see anything. Oh, it was crazy. Ila called me on her way from home from work tonight, and she's like, "I can't see anything." We do have video footage of uh, Mark Grody heading into New New York, upstate. New York. That's what it was. Just coming in through the smoke, (laughs) (laughs) swimming through that. Mark Grody, six seventy. The score. Anyway, we got our guy here in the the green room, stuffing down some smoked veal and. All that good stuff out there. And let's bring them out in the way we do. Uh, from SB Nation, the QB guru, the whisperer, and everything in regards to football. The former quarterback himself, friend of the network, Mark Schofield. This insurance attorney is also a four-year letter winner and former QB at Wesleyan University. You got anything left, Mark? Asking for a friend. Bears fans, TTNL fans, let's keep this offseason rolling and bring in the QB guru and Toto Groupie, Mark Schofield. There he is. What's going on, friends? I oh, looked young on. there, man. I was young once. Oh, yeah. It brings me back to see that. We, we we all were. We all yeah, were. We all were, exactly. <laughs> I'm probably older than you. For I don't sake. know about that, man. I got to get some miles on these legs. Listen, oh. I'm coming up on the halfway mark this oh, July. Really? Wow. Yeah. Okay, so Half, we get a couple of years. On. Halfway <laughs> mark, bro. How many hundred-year-olds do you know? You're past the halfway mark, bro. Thanks. And you thought my parenting was bad. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Phil's so gonna I'm hit the big five oh this summer. That's yeah. tremendous, man. Congratulations. Yeah. I can't believe it, man. Yeah. My hair isn't as white as Brian Perez's. No. Uh, <laughs> All right. I haven't seen Brian in a while. Oh, so he was on the show a couple weeks ago. He's great. Oh, oh how's oh, he yeah. doing? He's doing, He's doing great. Good, doing good. Great. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was the week before the draft. I think we had him on. Oh, wow. So it's been a little bit. Yeah, we usually have him on right around the draft and chop it up a little bit. But yeah, he's nice. he's he's good people. He is yeah. good people. Yeah. How are you, Mark? 
I'm good, man. I'm down here in the D.C. area. It's not quite as bad smoke-wise um, with, with where you guys are. Um, but it's you know, you can smell it. It's a little hazy. Um, you know, I, I can't quite lay the pork shoulder outside and just smoke it like you guys can. It <laughs> yeah. was pretty tremendous, though, in the green room. So good job on that. But, <laughs> oh, man, I'm, I'm good. I'm lamenting the state of Boston sports. I'll put it that way. It, it's... Bruins, Celtics, Red Sox. It's it's a tough time right now. We're laying our hopes on Mac Jones, which is which is something. Um, yeah. But I'm good, man. I'm good. How are you guys? Good. I don't want to get into basketball too much, Mark. But how did you <laughs> how did you handle down three zero and come back? And how did, I mean, how did that go? It, 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 it's tough because my good friend and colleague JP Acosta, he's yeah. a Florida Panthers fan. He's a Miami Heat fan, <laughs> and so I, I'm starting to talk to JP again. Yeah. Um, it's been a c- tough couple of weeks uh, around the workplace. Um, you know, you go down 3-0. Um, it, what's nice about it is you instantly start seeing videos and clips of the 4 songs. You know, you start oh, yeah. seeing Kevin Millar and you start seeing David Ortiz. And so you always have that. Um, but I will say that, look, when the NBA sees an opportunity to get a game seven on a Sunday or a holiday like they did with Memorial Day, I wasn't surprised it got to seven. And I wasn't yeah. surprised that Miami won. They were just a better team that series. Yep. Yeah, I have no idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> There's a whole world of sports out there, Dr. Phil. Yeah, there is. A whole world of sports. I only focus on one sport. So, so, so if I try to get you into F1 over the next 30 minutes or so, that's oh, not see, yeah. I couldn't do that either. I F1, couldn't. is that car racing? Or, yeah. Formula One, yeah. Okay. That's hell no. That's the other thing that I'm doing now. Where it's being really, I'm interviewing drivers and stuff, man. It's crazy. Oh, really? Yeah. See, now my wife is is originally from Czech Republic, so that's like okay. a huge thing over there. Yeah. And there, she'll talk to me about it, and I'm like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Same way she is with me when I talk to her <laughs> right, about. The, right. Hey, just did you see that pass Fields made today? <laughs> right. He's like, yeah, I don't give no, a fuck. A couple weeks ago, sat down with Lando Norris and talked to him, chopped it up for a bit. It was pretty cool. Nice. Nice. I remember when I was a kid, we went over to my mom's family's house and we never really talked to my mom's side of the family. But for whatever one weekend during football season, we went and we went there. I think it was a Saturday and there was no college football on TV. There was only NASCAR, whatever. racing. And I go to my I must have been like eight, seven in that area. And I go to my dad. Why do they watch this? They just keep going around and around. <laughs> what is? Oh, it's they, they would laugh at me. Ela's family would laugh at me. You know, it'd be game day, and I'd have my Bears hoodie on or a jersey or whatever, and they're like, "That this is what do you? Why?" And I'm like, "Have you ever seen soccer in Europe? You guys go fucking crazy. You guys kill people in the stands yep. there. Yeah, they throw bombs." Yeah, so bombs. Anyway, they like what they like. Yeah, they like what they like. We like what we like. So far, we like what Ryan Poles has done this off season in regards to the Chicago Bears. I know you pay attention, very close attention to it. Where? What are your thoughts so far this off season? Obviously, last year kind of was a wash in regards to analyzing Justin to the extent where it would be a fair analysis of him. So what do you think of what they've done 
offensively for Justin? I mean, last time I was on with you guys, we talked a lot about they needed to get their best five in front of them, right? Like right. that was the main thing. And I think they've done that. I mean, I, I love the pick uh, with the right tackle from Tennessee with right. I think yeah. that's absolutely fantastic. And I, I remember a quick little story. I was on uh, Mike Lombardi's show out in Vegas like yep. two weeks before the draft. And he was asking me all these questions about Will Anderson. And he's like, because he hated Will Anderson, did not yeah, like did. it at all. And he's like, how can you tell me this guy's one of the best defensive players in the draft? And I'm walking through some stuff. And he's like, well, what about the Tennessee game? Because that kid kicked his ass all over the field. And I'm like, that's because he's really good. And <laughs> yeah. it's nothing against Will Anderson. It's the fact that Darnell Wright is a very good offensive tackle. And he could be even better in the National Football League. And so I absolutely love that selection. But I think even just taking a step back, trading down, trading out of that pick, um, you know, because yep. you heard rumblings that maybe they'd stay there. There were even some people saying that they'd stay there and take a quarterback, that, you know, yeah. they would do a couple of different things. No, no. This is year three of Justin Fields. This is the year to get him where he needs to be. This is that year three leap that, frankly, I'm praying to see for Mac Jones. Get him some help. You know, to get DJ Moore in that trade, I think was massive. And we're hearing reports, you know, out of camp right now that they're building the chemistry. And yes, it's, you know, you're going to hear that stuff in June. Like, that's what they're going to say. But that's absolutely critically important. So getting him that receiver, I think, was a massive piece. Getting the right tackle spot set. Now it looks like, at least on paper, you've got your five. You can protect Justin Fields. I also think that, look, you look at some of the moves that they've made. You might see more 12. You might see more 21. You might see bigger personnel groups. And this is something I'm going to be watching, not just with respect to the Bears, but like league-wide, because we've had this like 11 personnel war that we've been living in. And now defenses have caught up. They're playing lighter. They're playing too high. They're staying 4-2, right. 3-3 up front, sometimes 3-2 with six defensive backs on the field. I think you're going to see that. And we know football is cyclical. We know it Thank works you. in waves. It wouldn't surprise me if you're seeing teams go back to 12, if you're seeing 21. This is a team that has a fullback, two fullbacks right now on the roster. Yeah. You might see 21 this year out of this team. You know, you bring in Robert Tunyon, and you look at the offenses that he's played, the schemes that he's played in, where you've got more 12 on the field, two tight ends. And I think you might see some of that, which is also going to help protect Justin Fields, which is also going to help the run game too. And so – I'm excited about what they've done this offseason. I'm excited about what, what they built around Justin Fields. And I'm pretty optimistic about him taking that third-year lead. Mark, I'm just interested. Like, you, you talked about being on Mike Lombardi's show and him being critical of Will Anderson. But another person that's on that list that Mike has been extremely critical of, and I think he's went way out of his way to degrade the kid, almost on a personal level, it seems like with me, is Justin Fields. Not a believer in him whatsoever. And just, I'm I'm not asking you to really comment on Mike specifically, but do you see any of the major flaws and concerns like, like Mike points out that, I mean, even he thinks they're crazy for not taking Bryce Young and just, you know, throwing him out with the, the baby water. Right. And, you know, Shane, I mean, it's important to remember that I was a, a big Bryce, I mean, should be Justin Fields believer coming into yeah. his draft. I mean, oh, yeah. I, I had Lawrence one, you know, Justin Fields two. Yep. Um, I, I remember fighting those wars when, 
you know, there are all the rumblings about, you know, last one in, first one out, and all the kinds of things that were talked about him before the draft. And I remain a believer in Justin Fields. And so part of what I might say now, you have to take that into account because we all want to be right, right? Like, you know, I, I want to get it right. Um, are there areas where Justin Fields needs to improve? Absolutely. Yeah, Look, absolutely. I, I think anybody can admit that watching him. Certainly, you know, passing and, and execution from the pocket as a pocket passer, I think, is the main area. But if you think back to the last time I was on, when you look at him at the start of the season and you look at him at the end of the season, you look at some of the throws he made against the Packers, some of the throws he made. You know, I know I talked a lot about that over route he threw to Jones against Buffalo where he had to get it over that that basic front side safety and drop it. Yeah, over I've watched there. that pass 60 yeah. times. I mean, Man, it's just unbelievable. It, it's, yep. it's the kinds of throws that you weren't seeing from him in the first half of the year, but you were seeing against Clemson the second time he played them. And, and that's the quarterback that I believed in. That's the quarterback that I sort of just loved to watch when he was coming out. So yes, there are areas where he needs to improve. But it's not a matter of he won't be able to get there. It's the in my mind, the bigger question is can he? Or will he? And I think he will. I mean, I remain a believer in Justin Fields. And I think that it's also important to remember now, you know, year two in the same system is, is a massive thing for a young quarterback. I mean, just I, I know it's a copycat league. At first, it was everybody wants to do what, you know, the Bills did with Josh Allen. Now it's can teams do uh, what the Eagles did with Josh, Jalen Hurts. Year yeah. two in this system is, is massive. And I think that's going to be a big part of it. And you're hearing Getsy talking now about, you know, we're doing so much more in the meeting room, in the classroom. Like, we're well ahead of where we were last year, which is, again, understandable. It was a new offense for him. But year two in that system is time to make the jump. And so, you know, I understand that for some, they're going to want to see it. And they may remain more pessimistic on the the odds that he gets to where he needs to go. But I'm very optimistic. And I remember when I would all be on and we would talk about Trubisky and I'd say things like, I'm cautiously optimistic. There's no cautious right. element here. I'm extremely optimistic about Fields this year. Yeah. And just real quick, Phil, just I just want to compound off of that. I'm glad you brought up Mitch because with Mitch, you would see a pass in the game. You'd be like, wow, that's that's why they made the move that really none of us agreed with, but that's what we wanted to see. But then you might not see it for two games, three games, four games. I can seemingly point to every series where there's a wow factor with Justin yeah. Fields, not just with his feet. I'm talking about with his arm. Yeah. And that to me kind of tells the entire story. I just, I've never bought into Lombardi and all of these people that wanted to throw him out for Bryce Young. Just like there's, listen, I, Phil and I were, you know, button heads with Bryce Young. I think Bryce has all the talent in the world. I worry about fr his frame. He's very, very slight, but under that, you know, how do all things being equal? If Justin Fields was in this draft, did you have, did you have Bryce QB1? No. I had Stroud. Okay. I yep. mean, and again, Bryce Young is a very talented quarterback, and I understand why he went first overall. And there yep. are things that he does that fit with the way the game is trended right now. And there are things that he does perhaps better than CJ Stroud, such as create it outside of the pocket, create an office structure. It was a strength of Young's and something that Stroud did not show as much until basically the, the Georgia, Georgia game. game. 
And, you know, as far as a closing argument for a quarterback prospect goes, it's hard to get a better one than that. Um, And I I love, you know, when Stroud met with us at the combine, he was basically like, yeah, I probably regret not running more and not using my legs more. But, you know, that's a missed opportunity for him. I like the self-awareness of it. What I liked about Stroud is a lot of what I liked about Fields, the explosive passing that he showed from the pocket. And obviously with Stroud, it's, you know, he's an extremely accurate, you know, ball placement specialist and, you know, he can put the throws anywhere he wants it. His throwing session in Indianapolis was absolutely incredible to watch because every throw was where it needed to be. You know, and if you were to tell me that Fields was in this class, he's probably right there with Young for me. I don't know if I'd have him above Stroud or not. I'd have to look back at like numbers and grades and stuff like that. But Fields would be right up there again. Um, I I was such a, like I said, I was such a believer in him coming out. Um, And there are things that he did over the course of the second half of the season. Again, I like to come back to the idea of development's not linear. Like it's not this like nice, smooth graph trending upwards the way you like to see it. There's ups and downs, peaks and valleys. And for some, it's really low. And then there's a big jump. And I think what you saw in the second half of last year from Fields was that jump was started, you know, because it was, yes, there's dynamic stuff he can do with his legs, but the stuff he was starting to do with his arm and more importantly, perhaps his mind was huge. He was trusting himself more. You think back to early in the season, games against Houston and others where he wasn't trusting what was happening around him. He wasn't trusting his arm. He wasn't trusting his eyes. He wasn't trusting his teammates. That was out the window in the second half of the season. He started to trust in what was around him, and you saw the results in the passing game. I would... I if they were both coming out, I have Bryce Young over Stroud and Fields for the yep. record. That's- I mean that's that's fair. And, and this was one of those draft classes, and frankly, most draft classes are like that, where it's like, you know, you want to tell me this year that like Richardson was your QB one, you want to tell me that year that you know L- Lawrence was your QB one or Fields, whatever. Like I get it. Like there's an argument for all Richardson of was not our QB one, by the you way. You guys didn't like that. <laughs> Yeah, I was I, very leery of him. I know our guy Matt Waldman loves him, but yeah, I I yeah. see some of the same concerns I have with Justin. Yeah, with I, Richardson. I, I couldn't take I couldn't take Richardson over Stroud. Yeah, no, no, no absolutely not. Could, could not. Um, but I think with Richardson's case, him ending up in Indy is absolutely ideal. Yeah, you know, because if you're going to talk about a, a coach with a proof of concept to how to develop a oh, quarterback yeah. with that, I mean, you know, Shane Steichen's probably the guy to do it. Let me ask you this. Uh, I just wanted to put my thought just for clarity because you always have these haters. I, I never flip-flop. Uh, Josh Allen was my number one quarterback, and I got all that shit. No one goes back and talks about him but Chad Hutchinson. Shane will – Whatever the fuck the Penn State quarterback. Hackenberg. 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 Hey, Hutchinson. It's another one. That's a way like back. Yeah. I didn't no, like just... him. But... <laughs> Hackenberg. But you're Luke Getze. Okay. What offensive philosophy are you doing for Justin Fields? Like, if you're given the keys, I'm the head coach, right? And I hire you, Mark. What is your offensive what, – what do you think this team should be doing for Justin Fields? Well, I mean, I, I think you want to first look at opportunities to attack in the downfield passing game. You know, I, I look at Justin Fields and his arm talent. 
I look at some of the reads and the throws that he made dating back to Ohio State, but certainly, you know, through his time with Chicago, the ability to create downfield. He's got good touch on the downfield throws, um, certainly throws those routes with anticipation, and he's got the arm talent to deliver those. So I'm thinking it's something rooted more to sort of Eric Coriel school, you know, 989, you yes. know, 585, dancer, all whatever, however you want to turn them, you know, in your terminology. I want downfield stuff. I want to create some explosives, some chunk plays, some explosives in the passing game. You know, I do think you're going to want to move him around a bit. You know, I, I think, you know, some of the under center boot action, play action stuff, you're going to want to have that in there as well. You know, especially if you're going to do it out of 12. I mean, exactly. I, I love 12, 21 boot action off of that. You could set up some some throwback shot plays. Burner, for example, is a Shanahan design where you know you're showing that post over, you're rolling them out, but that over really becomes a, a corner going corner away. Flag. And you yeah, you don't if you're that safety, you're not expecting that route to get thrown. You're not expecting the quarterback to have the arm to make that fields can make that throw. So I'm gonna want to get stuff like that in there as well. And I think you're gonna want to get some quicks. I mean, yeah. look, you're gonna want to at times go empty or just go four wide catch and release stuff you know whether it's screen game whether it's quick game you know one step from the gun three step from center that may, a lot need, of that may be where he needs most of his work and, and i think that's right shay um you don't see a lot of uh, uh you know three step from center but i think you're yep. right that quick game stuff yep. where it's more catch and release because again if, if we're envisioning an offense where you're 12 or you're 21 you can use tempo now you come out in 12 and they think, look, we're gonna they're gonna run it here. We're gonna stay big. Go tempo, go catch and release yeah. quick game. You know, spread them out a little bit, get a matchup you like on a linebacker or a strong safety where you've got somebody that can win that one-on-one, catch and release, you know, and cut them to pieces until they decide to burn a timeout or you go down the field and score. And so, you know, I I know that sounds like three different offenses, but in today's NFL, every team's running everything. Yeah. No, you yeah, open up exactly. an NFL playbook. Everybody's got mesh. Everybody's got verts. Everybody's got quick game. Like everybody's got all that stuff in there. The the biggest part of that is, you know, streamlining the plays together. You know, yeah. coordinating yeah, all that, that stuff. Mark, I want to piggyback off of this because I think it's it's important. You you set it in there, and you know, the casual fan just doesn't understand why I flip out in a rant and tell this coaching staff, get this quarterback under center. The thing, I want some stats only in this, because I believe Justin Fields and any quarterback's footwork as they build their resume in the NFL is only going to get improved when you're looking at what's in front of you under center and you get that footwork going back. I can... Honestly, I can bet money that his biggest chunks are under center, off action throws, or booting out of there. Get this stuff just baffles me how we're going to be in this gun, 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 Getsy's gun. And it was Matt Nagy's gun, fun gun, and all of it was shit. So I'm in agreement with you getting this, these personnel quick game. I've said all this stuff and it's great that we're on the same page here. Well, and, and, and talk about it under yeah, center. And, how and, and the point about gun versus center is big. There's a great segment on NFL Live last season where yeah. they talked about 
you know, as a defensive player, what you have to prepare for mentally when the quarterback is under center versus what you have to prepare for, how little you have to prepare for when they're under gun. Like it, it's completely different. It's night and day. When they're under center, you got to worry about run. You got to worry about play action. You got to worry about straight drop back. Like you got to worry about everything. When they're in the gun, it's a little bit different. You might have a little bit of time to read and react. Like it's not going to happen almost instantaneously, you know. And and so you've got that opportunity as an offense to really sort of dictate things to the defense. I think when you're under center, and yes, the footwork part is a component of this. The ability to show run, show run and boot, show run and straight drop back, straight drop back, period. Like, again, there's more that you can do. Now, I know some quarterbacks, some offensive coaches like to have the quarterback and gun because they feel they can see more. You know, there's something to that. You know, there is the ability to see more peripheral stuff when you're in gun as opposed when you're understanding. Like, the view and angles are different. You're trying to read slot pressure. You're trying to read boundary pressure. The view and angles are different. You can't quite see the feet or the corner. So it's a little bit different, but you can't live in gun. Like, you've got to be able to do some stuff on our center because of what it means for the offense, what it opens up for the offense, what it opens up for the downfield passing game off of play action, and what it does to the defense. And what they've got to be prepared for. So I'd like to sprinkle it in, you know, but I I do think you have to have that ability to run the core of your offense from under center. How much does it having a complete liability at center and Sam Mustafer play into that (laughs) philosophy? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, look, if you're worried about your center getting blasted right into the quarterback's face off And it happened. It happened happened under center. It happened in in shotgun. Yeah, I mean, you you probably do structure things differently. That's why you're hearing and reading that Fields is so happy to have white hair back. I mean, under center again. I mean, I think there's a component to that as well. And it might open up more, okay, we feel a bit more comfortable at him being our center because he's not going to have somebody in his lap off of the snap. Yeah, because you you're really hoping with Cody, you just get to mediocre. Yeah, and it's a massive improvement. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, I'm not just trying to pile on Sam Mustafer, but it was it was bad, bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there were moments last year where it's like the the ball is coming back from shotgun, and the center Mustafer is like following the ball basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when my father's like, "You're never gonna win with this guy at center," just watching the tape on X's with the O's and it just makes you question the organization at the time on top of it, because come on. I mean, I get it. What Sam might bring to the locker room, but on game day is what, what matters. And it just baffled me that other players weren't tried to sign or you can bring things to the locker room from the bench. What's that? Yeah, Yeah. exactly. You can bring things to the locker room from the bench. This is why I'm at, I'm at this point with Getze and Allen Williams and Eberflus, those three, I don't know who the fuck they are. I'm, I'm honest. And I feel good about what Poles has done. But I do not know, is Getsy going to come out here again on third and one and we're running fucking empty on bubbles? That kind of stuff, when you have David Montgomery there, it just doesn't meet, make sense to me. It just it doesn't. So I have so many questions in regards to Justin Fields, I know they got the number one pick, and I see the chat room going crazy. I think me, I'm guessing, Mark, 
me, you, and Shane. I know me and Shane think the world of Caleb Williams, but you get that extra one, you're protecting yourself if Justin doesn't take that next step. You have that was so important from trading down to one now. You were in the third year of this guy. You had to build better to get the true analysis of him. How how do you feel about Caleb Williams there? I mean, look, this and I was talking about this next quarterback class with yeah. some people um just yesterday. This has the potential to be a dynamic quarterback class. Now I feel like we say that and look, we've been around long enough. I mean, we say that all the time. I, I remember the first time I wrote it inside the pile on the development is not linear piece. It was during the Mahomes Watson combine when all anybody wanted to talk about was Sam Darnold and how great he was going to be in 18. And we do this all the time. But you start thinking about Caleb Williams, Drake May, Michael Penix, you know, Quinn Ewers, the Texas kid, the, the kid that's yeah. down at LSU right now. Uh, Spencer Rattler's redemption has been incredible. People are even starting to think, look, we saw at Auburn, but Bo Nix in Oregon Bo was a much different quarterback last year. And there were a like lot of people, like one of the people I was talking to, Trevor Sycamore, was like, look, I wanted to hate this kid after what I saw at Auburn, but there's something there with him. It has the potential to be a dynamic quarterback class. And, and look, for me right now, going into the season, Caleb Williams is at the top of it. I like May as well. I like Penix a lot. Um, but the thing is, plan A is Justin Fields. This works exactly. out. Like, that's plan A. But you're absolutely right. We mentioned the Jalen Hurts and following that and the copycat story and all of that. What else did the Eagles do this time last year? They added themselves a future first rounder in that trade yeah. with the Saints because they didn't know. Just like the Bears, they didn't know yeah, if exactly. Hurts was going to be the well, guy. That, a, and you have to protect They came him. out with they had a deal in, in place for Russell yeah. Wilson. Yeah, and I mean, he, he knows that. Just and came they, out. Were yeah. that, they were doing that stuff as both Roseman and their head coach yeah. stared us in the face at the combine and said, we believe in Jalen Hurts, but behind the scenes, they're trying to get that deal done. And, and so, look, you've got to <laughs> Don, what are you talking about? He against, doesn't hold a candle. Against – you know, Fields not taking the step. Like, if he takes a step, great. If he doesn't, look, this could be a dynamic quarterback class. You've got that first rounder now. You can go get the guy that you want. Hopefully, Fields takes the step. I believe he will. But if not, this is probably next year is a probably, at least sitting here right now, looks like a good year to need a QB. Yeah, and I think, I think people fall into the trap not saying, you know, so that you have the Bears pick and the Bears have Carolina's pick. You know, I think people fall into the trap pretty easily saying, well, if Justin doesn't work out, they're just going to, they're going to trade up for Caleb Williams. Well, the person that's got the number one pick probably they is might be moving him. off of that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, exactly. yeah. They might, you know what him. I mean? We might, we might get the number one pick. Too. I think yeah. it's more Carolina realistic that I think maybe it's more realistic that they've covered themselves in case Braxton Jones doesn't take the, the next step at left tackle, you know, yeah, I mean, and, that could be it too. I right. Mean, because, and, you know, we, it could be Arizona. I mean, it could be any number of teams that are sitting Listen, there at number one. Overall. I got to stop you because <laughs> I've been a Bears fan. You're a Patriot fan. So you've had a Hall of Fame, a first ballot Hall of Famer that's body type coming out of college was like Bryce Young. It, it's unfortunate Chicago Bears fans. I get I'm excited about Justin Fields. I'm optimistic about Justin Fields, but I've been abused 
and neglected at the quarterback position for over 40 years. Yeah. And if you think I'm going to put all my fucking eggs in the basket of a guy that wears a visor for swag, I don't do that. I want to see this shit go down. That's why I feel the way about Cole Komet. Justin Fields, to me, has no excuses. None this year. Getsy, none. Eberfus, none. You got to go out there and ball out and take that next step. Otherwise, you have to get this quarterback position right because guess what? You haven't been, you've, you've won no Super Bowl since 85. I'm tired of it. Yeah, but so when these fans you got to look at, Phil, what if, you're, what if you're drafting 12th and 14th? You know what I mean? You always give it. What if I'm drafting first with Bryce? Well, yeah, Taylor I'm just saying. But, Panthers but are, is if I just don't think that I don't think that Justin Fields, you know, are we really expecting him just to fucking bottom out this year with a better no, team? No, not at all. I'm just, just saying. I'm I giving. Can't, I can't. I, say, I think there's. I think there's way too much there. I'd be. I would be. It, you know. Listen. Other than injury, forgets the first three games of last year. We're all looking around like we're fucked. This kid is lost. I mean, he's throwing well, shit in the dirt. We're fa- You were even scared as fuck. So I don't oh. flip-flop like some of these swift-talking guys. I just keep it 100. Justin has all these intangibles that you love, but where he was most successful has been running. And hopefully the baller in him takes that next step. I Mark, people ask me all the time, what about this delivery, the over and up? He's got the Carson Wentz elbow. Carson Wentz did the same thing. I mean, it's what do I say all the time, right? Mechanics don't matter until they matter. And tell it what you see at times is when you've got that elongated release, the elbow comes up and the ball comes out a little bit slower. You know, sometimes throws are late as a result. And that's an example of mechanics mattering because they're slow. The ball is late because of that. And I will say that, look. You know, I had some teams tell me pre-draft that, like, they did not like him from a mechanical standpoint. And that was part of the reason that they went in a different direction. Teams that had opportunities to draft him did not like him from a mechanical perspective because how many times have we heard the story of quarterback with bad mechanics, oh, it'll get fixed. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's hard to fix it. What it, what it's baked in at muscle memory. So, you know, if it stays that way, you have to figure out other ways around it, whether it's route concepts, whether it's conceptually, schematically, whether it's between the ears where he's just faster with his decision. So yes, maybe the mechanics are a little bit loopy and the ball comes out a step later, but he's releasing it ahead of schedule. So that all evens out in the end. So yeah, it's an exactly. issue. NFL teams have told me it's an issue, but can you be a very good quarterback with sloppy mechanics? Absolutely. You okay. just have to be able to make up for it in different ways. And you can't have Simba Webster as a third down target. Yeah, like well, Justin that's Fields had last year yeah. too. <laughs> that was the last game of the season. You always throw that one out. There. Oh yeah, but Phil, but who's, you're I mean, hundred percent right. The, I you mean, know. even there's no. just don't on any him. Just I say, love Darnell Mooney, but on any good team, Darnell Mooney's not wide receiver one. Let's just be fucking listen, honest. He's not. Mooney is not the guy you put in that sentence. The other kid is. I don't know, but I'm just saying he was the Pettis. best by a country mile of what they had. And listen, New England would take Darnell Mooney in a second. Sure, they would, but I'm just Darnell Mooney is a dog. I'm 
praising Darnell Mooney, but he's not a wide receiver one on any right, team in the NFL. What does that got to do with Justin in this? I mean, he because that's who he was, Phil. That's what he had. And okay, then they brought in a Chase good Clay. receiver. The other guys are the ones you're you not. Should... You're you're just being bullheaded and stupid right now. I'm saying <laughs> Darnell Mooney on any good fucking team. Mooney should, nev- two. should never be wide receiver one. That's why bringing in, making the trade that they made, and, and they made pushing two everybody trades. down, Claypool and pushing more. everybody down a slot is is much much better. I mean, how many how many big how many plays on third down did we go to Dante Pettis last year? Valus Jones. Those are the you guys know. I wanted you to put in the sentence. Is what I was saying. But you yeah. were being pigheaded and stupid. You couldn't no, hear me. Nah. You thought that I was shitting on Darnell Mooney. He's not a wide receiver one on a good team. Okay. He should never be. One or two, he's a fucking dog. Like, hey, he's a good wide be, receiver. We have not seen a while. Like, that kid is somebody I just don't like putting a number on him. He could be num- a number one. You can't just limit. I, I was the first. You heard me in the open, Mark. That kid coming out of college, I'm like, yep. he's too skinny. Yeah, he's got speed. What is he going to be? Take the top off guy? This guy comes in here starts putting people on their ass, blocking linebackers. I mean. You need that in this offense, too. Yeah, you 100%. do. 100%. So I, I defend Mooney because I just don't put a number on that kid. And I believe he should be a bear more so than Cole Komet. But anyway. <laughs> going forward but mooney is a number two for me i see a lot of you he's a three he's a three watch what he does when he has somebody else right i mean that's look where are you at mark mooney and chase claypool if you're looking at those two players i know where waldman is he spoke on this i want to see where you're at for shane i like mooney right me too yeah i do and and part of it is look if you're particularly if you're going to start going 12 and you're going to need a receiver that you're going to task with some blocking stuff out of that 12. i mean look i i like claypool i think he's a a nice addition i really trust moody as a blocker and in this sort of world that we're living in where you're going to go sort of outside zone wide zone do some of the boot action stuff and things like that off of that look oh yeah you need a receiver that can block you need a receiver that can do that and i really trust moody in that regard and then you build in the other stuff that he does in the passing game across i mean i really like a 12 personnel package with moody and more on the field i love it too (laughs) i love it too i'm excited about dj Moore. You yeah, know, absolutely. Let's talk, let's talk about him and what he brings to the table for Mr. Justin Fields. Well, I mean, I think the main thing is number one is he brings security in, in terms of that he's a receiver that I know it's third and seven. I can get my eyes to him. And in most cases, if I throw in his direction, he's going to come down with the football. Like there, yeah. that's that's a huge thing for a quarterback. And, and I he mean, did not, he didn't have that before. He no, didn't. he didn't. He did not have that. And, and and that's something that every quarterback needs. Like, you know, whether you're playing on Sundays, whether you're playing on Saturdays in the NESCAC, like you need a receiver that when it's third and six, third and seven, or late in the game, you think I can get him the football and he's going to win. Now, the other thing about him is he could do it at all levels of the field. Like, and, yeah. and 
And I talked earlier about, look, if I'm constructing an offense schematically for Justin Fields, I want a vertical component to it. He can win downfield. He can separate downfield in the vertical passing game. Like a lot of his explosives, yes, there's some catch and run element to them, but there's also a downfield vertical passing element to what he brings to the table. And so I think that fits with the kind of offense we want to see Fields in and what perhaps they're trying to get to. And so I think those are two huge things for Fields, both that security blanket off option, that 36-37 situation, and, hey, look, it's first and 10. We're going to go under center, fake inside, ISO, go over the top on a post route. He's going to win on that route as well. And so that's what this offense needed last year. That's what Justin Fields needs as a quarterback to get him to where we hope he's going to be, to get him to where they can use that extra first-round pick on another tackle if they want or the defensive side of the ball, pass rusher or whatever and not have to use it on a quarterback next year. And or more is going to be a huge Harrison, part of that. Throw it, throw him oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, my you God. might have to be a one to do that, too. Oh, I know, I, mean, I, know, let's, I know. Let's, let's put it that way. <laughs> no. no. Smith and Jigma's better than him. Fuck no. out of here. No, 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 no. no, no, no we no. don't have to go there, I, man. I love when no, people no, no, no. Like, what no. tape are I mean, we watching for this? If Harrison was in this year's class, he's watching. Oh, my God. Easily. Easily. Yeah, they might not. The Bears might not have moved off of number one. No, they might have stayed there and drafted him. He's yeah. he, yeah. I mean, he is legit. Where were you on the the? Phil and I are on record. We wouldn't have touched any of the wide receivers in round one this year. And I know we had Waldman on. Waldman agreed with us. But where were you with that, Mark? I mean, I I was fine with drafting some of these guys like in the late twenties. Like, yeah, that's you what know. We, like, yeah, I mean, like first, second round. I mean, we were talking was, at nine. We were, yeah, 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 because the, there, there was a tidal wave of bears. No, no, draft no, 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 JSN no. at number nine. No, you know, I, I, like, yeah, I, I, once they made the trade down to nine, I was like, you're gonna take your your favorite offensive lineman at nine. Like that's what you're gonna do. Yeah. You're gonna get a good one at that spot. This was a weird draft class at the top of the receivers because they were mostly slot types, and, and they get kind of pushed down the board a little bit because you get the benefit of that two-way go. It's a different sort of position. And so you look at guys like, say, uh, Justin Jefferson, when he came out, yep. like mm-hmm. he was looked at. Oh, we lost him. I think he accidentally hit his button. But as we're sitting so- there. A shitty Red Sox logo probably <laughs> fell off his hat. Hit the end broadcast. Yes, he hit the end no, imagine if he hit the end broadcast. Johnson and Zorich. Zorich. Oh, I should have brought down the, the starting lineup figure that Star- I we all have one. Yeah. I was so funny. I was gonna I call have you. One. you. I was gonna one. I was gonna call you right from there. I'm like, oh, so the lady called me tonight because I gave her my number. She's got a Danelle Wolford one also that's still really? in the yeah, yeah. It's a oh, it's got the year. On it, Donna it was Wolford, nineteen eighty nine or something like one that. of my favorite players ever. Yeah, he's in yeah. my, you know, top twenty. I'll say top twenty two. So yeah. he would be my starting corner. She one thinks she's corner. got another Zorich one that's unopened. So I was thinking maybe really? for one of the patrons, maybe we'll I can okay, I'll Chris, go buy that from her and it. get him to autograph it and. Sharita autograph it and we'll uh, send it off to a patron. <laughs> Hi, there you go. Yep, I like it. I like it. I like it. 
That was for you, Sheree. Not for not for the Zorich bot. Or Shane's getting an autograph for you, Sheree. We yeah. mail it to DC, wherever you are. I don't want to tell you anywhere. What did they do? Lose are. they lose power in DC, Maybe. Sheree? Where did Schofield go? Fucking bad. Like the smoke. The smoked meats. <laughs> oh man. But listen, when you look at Justin Fields and this year. Well, real quick, Phil, talk about this JSN. There's there's a okay, I'll, uh, contingent of morons out there on Twitter that wants Still. to tie TTNL Network to saying that JSN sucks, which we've never oh said at any point. Here is we clarity. Let we have said that under no circumstance, the way that this draft was constructed. Now, man, you can you can screenshot this put it on your put it on your own show if you have one it. yeah yes put it on your own show make a fucking highlight of it <laughs> we've never said that jsn sucks ttnl never said that show your don't show your face but show your face one time yeah we said we would never take him at number at nine, nine with the talent that was available in this draft so Let's let's put update. Okay. Computer crashed. Oh boy. So he's uploading it. He's texting me. When you get back on, this is live. No producer. Ivan doing it live. Fuck it. Do it live. Yes. (laughs) Okay. When you get back up, just jump on. That's my text, live text. Put but dot, 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 if J- possible. Don't put pressure J- on him. JSN. Zay Flowers, for me, Yeah, yeah. No, I my got number it. one receiver. Yeah, that's fine. Clip that. And, but this is the problem. Never, this is JSN the problem is that we fall into. So in now you've put out there that the Zay Flowers is your number one. So in some swift world, People will think that you you're saying that anybody beyond Zay Flowers sucks. That's the problem, right? That and is I think the issue. This, this network actually is the best network because of this. There's no fucking hiding. Imagine We're, saying that the number two wide receiver or the number three or even the top five or top six or top sucks. ten. Sucks. sucks. Where is oh, he this sucks. world? Nobody said that. This is the world where we're f- like, I'm going back to my beginning ranchery because we're living in a world of fucking people that want to create their narratives. And the number one song in the country is this girl singing about killing her ex. And we're fucking singing it. And it's okay for these little kids. But God damn it, if you don't give my son a goddamn award, I'm going to lose it. I'm going to lose it. This is a problem. Get it through your swift ass. JSN does not suck. He just would never be my pick at nine. Neither would Jalen Carter. Peter Skaronsky or any of these other names that people threw at me at nine, 
I said Darnell Wright, not four days, four weeks. And same with this whole crew of people. Yeah. And that's the reality of that's where fine. this network stands. Is that a good enough clarity? Are you going to manipulate my words? I never hid behind Charles Leno. I made more nicknames up. People have jerseys with my nickname, the walrus, <laughs> speed bump Charlie. I didn't hide from anything. Sam Mustafer, I love Olin Krutz. Love Olin Krutz. He deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Congratulations on the College Football Hall of Fame. But we don't agree on saying, I don't go into hiding or not tag Olin with my thoughts and talk shit on the side, not tag TTNL. Go fuck your pussy self. You're just a, a troll that hides behind. That's all you guys do. You want to hate? Come on the fucking show. I just said JSN sucks. Never said JSN sucks. I said I never would pick him at nine. I, I got to spell it out for foster covers. Foster covers. Clean out your ears, jackass. From the jerky boys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what do you but got? Wax in those ears. I, I yeah. don't know. I don't know who the jerky boys are. You have no idea who the jerky what? boys are. Are you serious? Oh my god! Oh, sorry, sorry, man. The prank callers. Oh my god! So what yes, we're gonna yeah, do? Right. We're gonna remove you from the show. <laughs> okay. You're gonna go on YouTube right now. You're gonna go on YouTube right now. <laughs> type in. All right, Hello. so Vargas, do this. I for was me. heard at work. Today, Listen, Foster. we're a very interactive Foster. show. So wait, Ivan, Foster's what you're gonna do? Be- you're gonna. He's got the same. How old is this shit? Early 90s. 1990. Okay, okay, okay. I never knew they had a name to it. Because I've heard I heard of these prank calls. Yeah. I never knew that I never knew they were uh, so go to go to YouTube and type in the jerky boys here on the phone. Go type in jerky boys and roofing. The roofing prank phone call. Listen to it and then report back to us on here live. Okay. Seriously, you love it. Fuck out of here. These young guys. Oh my god. <laughs> what about Sheree? Is she ever Sheree? Have you heard of the jerky boys? I don't know. Um, I feel like I fuck out of here, Sheree. Jesus Christ. Al <laughs> <laughs> Rosenberg. Just look up Blake Bortles on with them. Rosenberg. <laughs> Listen, hello, is Foster there? Hello, Foster. I was hurt at work. I said J- JSN was in my top five receivers, but all he over my ass. There was warts on my ass. How does he remove them? Does he burn them? <laughs> that might seal me up for good. I can't have that. <laughs> oh, oh shit. Oh, get <laughs> Brett Weir on the phone. Yeah. I can sell anything. Herb Howard and Herb. Hey, hey Sheree. Jerky boys, look, look at Sheree smiling in the background there. Her great question out. today to Coach Eberflus. I love yep. it. Getsy. I, I got to think of some questions. I mean, Herb could think of his own questions. But I got to think when they don't ask a question. What? I love especially when Herb, this year. Herb, Herb with all of his questions, parts. he gets very analytical and that's what I love. It's not just surface yes. level bullshit. It's not like oh Mariano saying, are you printing up t-shirts this year <laughs> to say CHGO on it? 
coach. <laughs> Herb will come up with a nice analytical question, but it'll also have not, I don't want to say a complete dagger, but it'll have a little fucking pin yeah, in it. That'll it's fucking relevant. Go right. Yes. Herb never lets me down in relevance. Love it. Yeah. But that's Very why we cool. respect and love Herb Howard because he's not afraid to 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 do that and put it out there. But that's it's yeah. it's accountability. That's what it this is. is all about. It you really shouldn't is. be afraid to be accountable. Are Everybody, you excited to be here? Yeah. How do you feel about your first coaching job in the NFL? Are you happy? Are you printing up t-shirts? Are you seeing improvement in Justin so far <laughs> on his second day? It's like, what What a way, like, spend the day watching and thinking of how to challenge yeah. that coach to what this fan base wants. Are you a little pissed off at the owner saying he doesn't want hard knocks? Because I am. Because I am. There's oh, 31 other teams that would. Shut the fuck up, George. Yeah. Shut up. Go away, George. We'll you, lose our whole lunch with Larry segment if we're on HBO. Oh my god! It'll be it'll be gone, dude. <laughs> I was talking and congratulating Greg Braggs today, yeah, on his new uh, position going full time over there at CHGO, and I started venting about George McCaskey and what a what how. Fucking, he's Ricky Schroeder, silver spoon, born in his motherfucking mouth. And now he doesn't know when to shut. Like, what you need to do as an owner is shut up. Focus on whatever, where you're building a stadium. Don't speak for the fans. Like, you think you're doing a service? Your 1920 drive? Come on. I want to see you on hard knocks because I want to see what this football team does yeah. as coaches. Absolutely. No, I, I you know get what it. I'm saying? Who is breaking news? The state never lies. Network breaking news. Oh yeah. I'm going to definitely partake and listen to all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Schofield's back. Schofield's got to know what oh, we're talking Mark's about. Back. All right, here we Let's go. add him back. You know, Mark, the jerky the boys. We were just oh. talking about the jerky boys. Okay, I've never heard of them before. Really? No, yeah. I, like I've heard of I've heard of these crank calls and stuff. I've never heard, I never knew they had a name and like a crew or whatever. Oh my god! Man, there's the original fucking the crew, bro. Yeah. Well, my I'm father gonna... la like cried laugh because he's from Brooklyn. <laughs> So yeah. these guys sound, especially the dude. Uh, give me a fucking tank, I'll fucking sell it. I'll come yeah. out. The water's coming in my roof like a sieve, like a sieve. I got the roof. For got these idiots up there slapping each other with the hot mops. Yes, the Jerky Boys, man. Oh my god, is that the we one you listen to? I. I I told him. Oh, to yeah, yeah, the, the roofing, roofing, the roofing, the roofing with the hat mops. Yeah. <laughs> Dude's laughing his ass. Gotta listen oh, to God. Sal Rosenberg with yeah. his glasses. That one. Um, all yeah. my shoes and, and all my Brent. glasses. So I listen, have I was hurt at work today. <laughs> <laughs> How does he cut off the warts? 
You can't burn them up. That'll seal me up for good. I can't have that. Oh, you have to listen to the jerky boys tonight. If you're a millennial or a Gen X, I guess that's the thing. Get well, some, get some uh, jerky boys in the, what do you got? They got to have it on Spotify. I'm sure it's out there. Yeah, it's got to oh, be yeah. there. Or definitely, you found it on YouTube, right? It's yeah, on yeah. I'm, it's on. Well, they got the best of on YouTube. I'm sure they have more yeah. out there. So. Well, All right, so let's get back to football. Let's get back. Ivan, go, <laughs> Ivan, go listen to to uh, the Jerky Boys, <laughs> Saul's Warts. Uh, that's another one you love. <laughs> yeah, Warts. Uh, so we were at talking about JSM. I tried to clarify. I think um, a lot of people, especially <laughs> Bears fans and again Shane will share this stuff to me I'm manipulating like if I have JSN as a top five receiver in this draft that doesn't say he sucks does it Mark no no exactly. I mean, exactly. when you've got like 40 receivers that you're talking about like exactly. top five is pretty good I mean you know but that's that's kind of the world we live in right like yeah. either <laughs> this is QB one or wide receiver one or they're awful uh, like there, there's like no in between. There's no nuance. Right. There's no gray area. Like uh, a top ten quarterback in the NFL today is pretty darn good. Talking about yeah. just you know thirty two people that have the job and you're one of the ten best. That's pretty good. But that smoke got to your computer, man. Something got to it. The whole thing like shut down. I'm like, what in the world? Just, I just dropped. Yeah. I had to reboot, restart. <laughs> Ridiculous. Crazy. I know uh, we just kept going and, and having a lot of fun here debating, but back to this this offense, and I said it many times before, and you as a former quarterback at the same university as Coach Bill Belichick. This is true. Right here in Middletown, Connecticut. This is true. This is true. Right over here in our backyard. Has he given us the pizza review? No, he hasn't. Do you have – Experience in New Haven pizza. I do. Pizza. Okay, so modern Peppies. Sally's, Peppies. Peppies. You're the Peppies. You're Peppies. Yeah. All right. I'm modern. I'm Peppies modern. Is number three on my list. But yeah, I mean, again, right. similar to the discussion we were just having. They're all yes, very, exactly. Like, they're all very good. Pizzas. Yeah. yeah. It's all, it's all <laughs> but there's no hype, Mark. That we, I hype up this New Haven pizza. I know the one bite guy, he has been on the record saying New Haven pizza is pizza the capital of the world. Of the world. Yeah. I'm there. You're there too. I tell these Chicago fans and people around the world, and they're like, wow, oh my God. It's, Mike, it's very good. Did you chase the clam pizza? At Frank Peppy's at the I was, no, no, no. I'm, I'm not, not I'm not a clam pizza. No. Guy. Exactly. That was Claudio, right? Wasn't Claudio a big fan of that? Claudio. Steph's yeah. uncle is former. He retired. He is the videographer. I forget his title. Uh, he's done so many movies. The Patriot, Mask, Planet of the Apes. He's the guy that, you know, with the camera sets yeah. it. Uh, he lives in L.A. He's out of all these. He's retired. He's got awards for his movies. He'll fly in oh from L.A. and goes Don, right to Pepe's. Don's got some fighting words. Modern for the clam pizza. 
Don's got some fighting words. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's definitely haven't not. been to New Haven yet. Yeah. Anyway, um, you look at the running back situation here in Chicago. Now, obviously, David Montgomery exits left to Detroit. You have Herbert, uh, Deontay Foreman. You got Rashawn Johnson, who this team is hyped up character-wise. I'll let Shane quote you. 15 minutes later, called him a franchise pillar, Mark. Fourth round draft pick. I'm very excited about him, too. How are you? I, I, I On most other college rosters, he's running back one. And he's talked about in the sort of maybe not a first-round pick because running backs are what they are. Uh, but he's probably a day two pick, early day two pick. Um, he's behind B. John Robinson. You know, yeah. and yeah. I, I think you watch him when he had opportunities. You see the potential there. I don't. I'm not saying that he's going to come out and rush for a thousand yards as a rookie or be the featured back in this offense. But I think what you have are three very good running backs that complement each other fairly well. I think you need more than one back in today's NFL, and I'm very excited about what this run game could look like, particularly if again you get back to 1221. You know, you're running out of bigger personnel packages. I think this run game could be explosive enough. I'm not saying a run game in today's NFL needs to be explosive, but you have to have that threat that you can do things on the ground. You can win a game on the ground. You can have a four-minute offense if you need to. And I think the potential is there for this run game to do that with these backs. Yeah, I hear you. And, I mean, I'm not even sleeping on Travis Homer. As yeah. The, the fourth guy, I mean, he's – you, you talk about a dude that'll put his nose in there and, and pass block and special team or whatever they did in, in free agency. He he's a guy that got a two year deal. Yeah, he's not, he's not that one tells of those you something. Guys, yeah, yeah. that tells you what they think of guy. him. He's an interesting yeah. guy. Shane brings up special teams. I don't want to skip over the new rule that they've put into place. Mark, how dynamic of a change is this going to be? I mean, I saw a story today. I forget which special teams coach it was, but one of them came on and said, look, all 32 of us hate it. Like, yeah. we just hate this rule. I mean, and even Andy Reid recently was like, you're taking away parts of the game. Like, how yeah. much or where does it stop? Um, you know, you aren't going to – I mean, we saw this with previous changes to the kickoff rules. They, the league thought it was going to do one thing. But it did something completely differently. So it wouldn't surprise me if there's some sort of unintended consequence of this rule. But you're basically starting to take kickoffs out of the game. I think that's where the league is going eventually. It wouldn't surprise me if five years from now it's just first and 10 of the 25. Um, I, I think that's where the league's going. I hate to see it. Kick return is a part of the game in my mind. It can be a game changer in some circumstances. And to see it kind of get devalued, I understand the safety aspect to it of, of it, but you know, then you look at some of the studies that the league relied upon, and there was a thought that, well, maybe not all of these injuries were caused on kickoffs. Maybe they couldn't pinpoint exactly when they took place. The right. league seems to be of the mind that, look, we're going to take kickoffs out of the game eventually. Will they take punts out of the game eventually? I don't know how you do that, but but let's add the 18th game and let's add two right. Thursday night games. Let's two yeah. Thursday night games, but <laughs> yeah. not add an extra bye week. It's <laughs> right. like here's the thing: Are you making Germany? Right. Are you making money off of kickoffs? No. But are you yeah, making exactly. money off of an 18th game? Yeah, you are. So, 
It's definitely going to be yeah, interesting it's, it's, to see. Are they going to squib? Are we going to see a lot? I know Belichick will have well, a Ibra lot. Well, himself said it. He thinks yeah. it's going to. He he yeah. thinks it's going to lead to more kicks being returned. Right. Yeah. Did you see the up. XFL guys? How or is it the XFL? The US? They line yeah, them XFL. up ten yards from each other. Yeah, I thought that was pretty. Yeah, and slick. there are it's things still... that. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's an interesting way to do it too because you can't get these like huge running head right. stars. Like you're yes. you're closer to each other, so you can't get that like absolute impact of a collision that you see as NFL kickoffs are currently constructed. And I thought that might be a good compromise. You know, keep the kickoffs in the game, but just do it that way. The league seems to be moving in a different direction. It is a weird situation, special teams. Yeah, yeah. Mark, with you having your, your eyes on, on quarterbacks and stuff like that, I've been pounding the table for years, and I know Phil has too, is Good. You know, the Bears drafted Justin Fields. We understand that. But I also think it's important if you have a sixth or a seventh rounder, to, hey, take a flyer on a guy. You know, get 100%. him in there. Get him into your system. If, if he doesn't have it, then it's whatever. You move on. So one of the guys that I thought I saw something in this year, and I talked about the Bears drafting him with that two seventh rounders this year, was Tyson Bajant. And they ended up not drafting him, brought him in as a UDFA. Can you talk on him? A little bit, and and what you saw, I I saw some arm talent there. Yeah, I mean that was it. You you see the arm talent with him. You saw it on film, and then you you know when you're watching a a quarterback at the Division Two level, and and you see the arm, and it's kind of like okay, well, it's definitely different. But how's that going to look? Can he sort of look the part when he goes to the combine? When he goes to the Senior Bowl, and and the Senior Bowl was a little bit up and down, but the combine throwing session looked it to me. Yeah, and yeah. I, and I'm also of the same mind, guys. Like, we're talking about the most important position in the game. Take flyers. You know, if you get to the sixth round, seventh round, like, the hit rate on those picks is low anyway. You get a sixth round, seventh round quarterback that hits, that sticks, even as a backup, that's massive. You know? And I always look at, you know, Phil mentioned it earlier, a fan of the Patriots, right? You get Tom Brady for 20 years. They were taking quarterbacks, like, every other yeah. year. Some were early, yeah, like you get the the Garoppolo pick, for example. Philly but then, does Philly does it. Day three, you know, yeah. round three, round four. You take head guys coach like of the Vikings. Well, yeah, he, he went to he was, the. He went to the Patriots. Cliff Catesbury went Clings- to the Patriots. Yeah, like you, you're drafting these day three guys that maybe they stick, maybe they don't, but you're at least giving yourself another crack at that quarterback apple, even when you don't need it. Because let's face it. In this day and age, like QB one goes down, if you don't yeah. have a viable backup, fuck, it's a lost season. Yeah, so, you got Bro- Brock Purdy. Yeah, last year. I mean, that, got, yeah. I mean irrelevant. Yeah, there's talent at the quarterback position to be found later in the draft, and I'm always of the mind that even if you have a starter, grab a guy that maybe pushes the backup. Grab a guy that can run your scout team. Right. Exactly. Right. That's what I'm that that's been my number one thing is. Practice squads were expanded, and I'm like, how do you not have a? The Bears had Peterman down there yeah. at one point. It's, I'm like, he is who he is. Yeah. Everybody knows it. Yeah. And, and what kind of look is he giving your defense? Right. Nothing. 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 I'm glad they picked up PJ Walker yeah. to be their backup. A guy, obviously, 
undrafted, bounced around the XFL. His story is crazy. As reps with DJ Moore. Not that you know yeah. you want to think about that, but yeah. I mean, if you have to, there you go. There's that built-in chemistry. It was funny because we we were breaking down uh um tape of DJ Moore, and we were just looking at PJ Walker prior to signing him, and it was like, oh sh- you know, this kid has some arm talent, you know, Absolutely. he's trying to get some throat and all of a sudden the bears are, are signing. But I, I really think just to piggyback on Shane, that was the one issue I had with Ryan Poles. I also had it with Ryan Pace is the inability to recognize how important it is to identify somebody later around. I had my eye on, Obviously, um, what's his name? He went to the Rams, for God's sake. George. Stetson Bennett. Bennett. Stetson Bennett. I had my eye. I was well, like, you this the, kid. You were, high, you, get... you were high on the kid that Philly drafted, too, from yeah. Stanford. I love the oh, kid from Stanford. Oh. I loved her. I love Hendon, Hendon, Hendon Hooker. Hooker. Yeah. I loved him, too. I felt like there was an opportunity because I'm going back to 40 years of flip-flop Moses Moreno. Nick Foles, fucking Mike Glennon got paid here. Right. This shit you can't forget. I don't know how fans do, but you can't just throw all your chips in on Drew Bledsoe. It's the story right there. So Justin Fields, I love him. I, I, I hoped that he takes this step and we're drafting Marvin Harrison Jr. next year and the left tackle. From Penn State, we get both those motherfuckers. I, I say this all the time when I come on shows: is my hope is that you guys don't need to see me for a year or two, <laughs> you know? Because I always like to say, like, look, if I'm coming on, especially if I'm coming on a show in like November, it's not a good sign because I'm coming on to talk quarterback class. And mm. so, my hope for Bears fans is you guys don't have to see me for a while. <laughs> but we still bring you on. Well, I'd be mean, happy to come on anytime. You, but you have I hope to I can analyze come on for other reasons, right? Yes, we don't yeah. want you analyzing the draft, <laughs> right? Mark, if you if you look into next year, just take Justin Fields away from it. When you're, I mean, I've, I think most people have Caleb number one, but I also know some people that are in love with Drake May. Nate Where Tice. do you? Yeah, where do you, I yeah, mean, yep, look, I, I know Nate. I respect yep. the hell out of Nate. He's yep. got him one. Um, for me, he's two. May yep. is, but that release is so quick. Oh, it that, is. You know, it's hard to see that not working out. And you know, this UNC offense is a bit different. They ask him to do a little bit more. Yep. Um, so I think that's going to work in his favor. I mean, Williams is dynamic. He's explosive. He's a must-watch. There's going to be a question of how much is that. How much of that can be duplicated at the next level? Um, and I understand that. And I think some people might look at the two and say, well, you know what you're going to get from May. He's more of that sort of NFL-style quarterback. Williams is more of a background baller, um, backyard baller. But we just saw Bryce Young, you know, go first overall. And so I think they're both very good. But as I said, look, I was talking with some people. This has a potential to be an absolutely dynamic quarterback class. Yeah. Like going into some years, you're like in the, in the summer, you know, there's five or six guys you want to watch. There's like 20 that I think you want to watch to get ready for this upcoming season. I mean, 
Joe Milton, who's going to step into that I was Tennessee. Just going to ask He's you. He's going to put out him. Silly numbers in that passing game. I mean, you thought Hendon Hooker put up ridiculous numbers. Yeah. Milton could throw it out of the stadium. Dude, I mean, did you see the fucking eighty-yard throw? Insanity, Phil. Yeah. I mean, just absolutely Bonkers. insanity. And and you know, on down the line, there's a ton of talent at the quarterback position. Like the Tulane kid is very good. Yeah. And I know people are excited about having. What so, about the kid who transferred from Wake to um, Notre Dame? Oh, uh, Hartman, the kid that took his rib yes. out. Yeah. Yes. Um, he's incredibly talented. Another kid that incredibly quick release, like May, stands in the face of pressure all the time, will take a hit. And again, like I said, he had a rib injury. He kept that rib in his freezer. So there's a little bit of something loose upstairs, which I, I like in a quarterback. Yeah. And so look, it's it's a it's a very, very good the other class. one other guy I want to ask you about is the uh, the sleeper, the fucking kid who plays baseball, and then he... Oh, the UCF a, kid? UCF kid. John Reese. What a fucking athlete this kid is. Yeah, I mean, he oh had the thing um, um, where he played in their uh, spring game, but before that, he went like two for three, hit a yeah. triple, like goes Crazy. from one field to the other. Like, you know, Jordan Travis, that's another kid, the Florida oh, okay. State kid. Uh, incredible athlete there. KJ Jefferson from Arkansas. Uh, Dion's kid. I don't know if he comes out. What are your out. thoughts? What are Shador. your thoughts on him? Yeah, he can spin it. Yeah. Um, I want to see what it looks like on the big stage. That's yeah. a team that could go like one in ten. I mean, yeah. it's gonna be a it's gonna be a process in Colorado. So I don't think he comes out, but right. he's certainly talented. I'm gonna be watching Colorado. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm not what's the last time when's the last time you said that? That's the big thing, right? Well, the oh, Michael, Michael Westbrook, Rashawn Salon. Yeah, it's been a while, right? Yeah, yeah. that was but it. You see Cordell that Stewart? game Cordell. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're, they're believers now. And yeah, because I think of the head good. coach, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The head coach obviously brings a lot of pizzazz and swag. And, and there's you either love them or hate them. Or, yep. I'm not a big fan, for the record, yep. of Dion, right? So – um, it, that's why I'm going to be watching because yeah. you're going to talk but the that's talk. Just it. Come People play with the big boys, whether it works or not. They're going to want to yeah. see what happens. Yeah, yeah. Mark, where did one of the biggest debates that we had here at TTNL, specifically with Phil and I, in terms of this draft and quarterbacks, was specifically with Bryce Young. Now I'm an Alabama guy, have always been, but I couldn't draft Bryce Young uh, up top just. Not even the height so much. It's the frame with yeah. me that scares yeah. me. Where did you fall? Phil is Phil's on the other side of the fence. Where did you fall in line with that? I'm I am worried. I think he's got all the talent in the world. The anticipation is exactly what you want in a quarterback. The frame, man, just gives me pause because he is tiny. Yeah, I mean, it's it's you're certainly going to do things schematically with him that you probably wouldn't have to do for other quarterbacks. Yeah. It might be a lot more spread, might be a lot more empty, real catch and release stuff. You're not going to use him in the run game you the way you would say right. Jalen Hurts, who's a fire hydrant. I mean, he's powerful. Or you're not going to want to or Fields too. Yeah. Um, you know, so it kind of limits what you're doing and. 
I think in today's NFL, having that QB run component is big, especially if teams are going to live in too high, if they're going to play light boxes. You turn plus one into the box, into plus two with the quarterback as a run threat. Like, that's big. Um, the frame thing was the concern. Um, and, yeah, look, if he was 6'3", 225, this isn't a discussion. It's, yeah. it's, it's out the window. Um, I, I still understand why the Panthers drafted him first overall. But, like I said, I had Stroud ahead of him. Um, part of it was Stroud's accuracy and the things he does as a quarterback. Part of it was that hesitation in the back of your mind. Like, look, is this sustainable? Are you going to get 10 years? Are you going to get five years? And I think that kind of went into it for some teams when they looked at it or they, or they, is it, is it, is it height or is it just the, because with me, it was the frame, the height, look, you can get around it. Like, and he does a very good job. One of the things he does extremely well is finding throwing lanes. I was oh, never yeah. worried about the height. Like, it was always the totally frame. Agree. Like, is, and, look, when the Panthers had one of their pre-draft press conferences, right, they, you knew they were drafted young when they had the, oh, well, Russell Wilson added weight. He added mass. This quarterback yeah. added weight. These quarterbacks have added weight. You knew that's where they were going because they were having the same discussion. Can he add weight? Can he play at 205, 210? Because he was playing at 190. Yeah. Like he was you know, 190. Let's and, be honest. In some games, not even that, Mark. Let's yeah. be honest. And I, I think the fact that he came in the weight he was at, even though it was 90% pasta and water, and Indy tells you that, like, yeah, he could probably add some weight over time. It's not going to happen in year one, so they're going to have to be right. ready to protect him. By year three, maybe he's up to, like, a legitimate 215 or something, which maybe makes you feel a little bit better. But, yeah, it was always the frame. It wasn't the height. Have you seen – Tua lately, have you seen? You want to talk about someone that's added some weight? Ooh, like, looks like he's two hundred, maybe a little bit too pounds. much, a little bit too well, much. It was funny. I like, swear to God, I had to take a double take. I'm like, yeah, he's got that muscle milk sponsorship now, and it's like you know, you get forty grams of protein for each. Yeah, he ain't drinking you know, that two percent. That's for like, sure. How <laughs> many of those look different? Like he's big now, which yeah. looks chunky. It I mean, he a hefty lefty. Like, that's what Probably I'm going to call him. He needs it because of the injury history. Like, he's not Jared Lorenzen. He's not that guy. No. Yeah, but uh, if he keeps this trend, he's the new hefty lefty. Yeah. Jesus. I'm glad we're all seeing the same thing. Yeah. I thought it was a, a, a prank that there was like, you know, we're, we're in else. quad season, right? Like, that's what every team does. They look at their running backs. And they're like, oh, man, he's got the quads this year. It's like. Did they is this the running back they drafted? I thought that guy was smaller, the Texas AM kid. Like, <laughs> what is going on here? I said the same thing. Yeah. I'm like, I honestly watched it like six times to see if that's really him because yeah. his body looks so different. It's, 100%. it's 100%. crazy. It's gonna be exciting to watch all these guys, these young quarterbacks go at it here in the NFL. As they kick off the new season. Last week we talked about YouTube TV taking over the NFL Sunday ticket. We just signed up last week before the deadline. So did I. <laughs> I mean, I, you you I was you a Shane's direct TV subscriber too? since 2001, man. I <laughs> it took me an hour to to cancel my yep. subscription with them, but yeah, I'm YouTube YouTube yeah, YouTube TV all the way now. Here's that picture, Phil. Look at it. Look at him. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was shocked. Well, when he had his uniform on, he looks 
even yeah. bigger than I, yeah. I honestly couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. So, hey, I mean, big boy now. you yeah. always real quick, because, you know, I have always stayed on the record again. I don't flip flop Mac Jones. Yeah, I, I love Mac Jones. I really believed in him. How much in your mind did a, a misstep with Matt Patricia taking over the offensive you're, coordinator hurt you're, you're, him? You're being kind in calling that a misstep. Like that, I don't want to say that was a career ender, but if Mac Jones doesn't have the sort of rebound season the Patriots fans are hoping for, a lot of people are going to point to year two and say that was an absolutely missed opportunity, you know, to, to have, to put him in Matt Patricia's hands, like Matt Patricia, great defensive coach. He's not a head coach and he's certainly not an offensive coordinator. And and year two, it's critical for a quarterback's development, you know, and, and that was a setback. And you what look you at the thought, what do you think the thought process was with that? Was Martin? it like helping out a friend? I mean, it feels like it was sort of helping out a friend. But wow, like, I mean, there's so geez. many offensive coaches out there. Like, yeah, you that's what I'm saying, it just never. You like, could have man, had him be two. a you know senior advisor or just some nebulous title, but year two of a young quarterback to do that, Awful. like it, it was, it was, and. Look, I will say that there was frustration from ownership at the end of that season. It is, It was unprecedented when they came out and said, we are conducting a search for an offensive coordinator. Like, that took a lot of people, people wow. that are much closer to the Patriots than I am, by surprise. Like, I had beat writers in my, you know, in, in the texts and the DMs being like, yeah, this craft is not happy. Like, if they're coming out and saying this, craft is unhappy. Now, you know, is O'Brien the answer? I don't know. I, I think that he could I like be. Bill O'Brien. I like Bill O'Brien as an offensive coordinator. So I don't I. like him as a head coach. Don't like I him don't as like him. Offensive coordinator, quarterback coach, he's fantastic at that. So I think this could work. But, yeah, I mean, if this doesn't, and the Patriots are one of the teams hoping to get Caleb Williams or Drake May or any yeah. of these guys we talked about, people are going to look at that Matt Patricia issue as a, a big reason why. We have to talk about it in the off season, guys. I know. Why are we talking? It's it's June. It's June seventh. June seventh, and we're talking football yeah. Yeah. quarterbacks with the QB guru. We call him Mark Schofield of SB Nation. You could follow him there. Are you doing any other stuff as well? Are we leaving anything off the rack? I mean, look, most of the stuff, my job title still says NFL writer, but like I said, I, I do Formula One, I do baseball, I do basketball. Oh, really? I write about, uh, they'll let me write all about all on anything. the SB Nation. All at SBNation.com. Oh, I, am, I am a full time so sports writer now. The Formula One stuff, has that just been a passion your entire life, or did they bring that to yeah. you? Oh, yeah. I brought it to them. Oh, um, really? just, look, when they hired me, they were like, look, we got to get people reading the website again. So I started looking at like numbers and page views and I'm like, look, every sports site, you know, fall, everything's great. Get to the draft. And then it's like, boom, until the NFL comes back. And it's like May, June, July. And I'm like, well, that's the heart of the F1 season. Why don't you let me start writing about F1 a little bit? So I started writing it last year and people started paying attention. And then Michelob Ultra came over. They're like, look, we want to get into F1. Can we sponsor an F1 hub? 
Great. Fantastic. F1 themselves reached out to me. They're like, we love the stuff. Do you want to talk to drivers? Sure. Absolutely. Two weeks later, I was sitting one-on-one with Lando Norris. Uh, They want to get me to races. Like it's becoming a big thing. And so, yeah, I mean, send me to Monaco. I, look, send me to Monaco. I would, be, I would love to be at the Monaco Grand Prix and jump in the pool and you know sit next to Maria Sharapova, who was there, and yeah. Tom Holland was there. Like, yeah, send me to Monaco. I would love that. But look, they let me do everything, which is which is great, which is absolutely great. Like, I wrote, I wrote about Ellie De La Cruz before I came on. I'll probably go right about him now that that game's over. Yeah, nice. I'm and just they won, and they won, unfortunately. But yeah, we don't, we don't have to talk about that. from the Reds at six foot five, six five switcher. They gave him Eric Davis's forty four. Like yeah. really? Yeah, I know. Eric, I remember Eric Davis. Yeah. I mean, Davis he, was special, but this kid was, looks like he could be too. Real quick, not out of curiosity, was he a U.S. kid in college baseball, or is this somebody they found in a foreign no. league? No, 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 the Dominican. Yeah. He's a yeah. Dominican, six yeah. foot five. That's how we know you know nothing about fucking baseball, Phil. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Never. And I think I think the stat was he was the first Dominican-born player to debut and bat fourth in the lineup in his first game. Yeah. So this yeah. kid is a legit rookie. Yeah. Oh yeah. What oh, yeah. round so was, was the second game? game? Yeah, yesterday. Oh, was he was. Yesterday was his his debut. What, yeah. what round was he picked in? Because I always find it interesting with baseball. It's like they find <laughs> it's like twenty. <laughs> the thirtieth round. Yeah, thirtieth. Thirtieth yeah. round. They never like. I guess they just draft. Yeah, baseball's crazy. Top, I know. Right? Lasorda drafted his like Piazza in like the sixty-sixth round as a you know paying he was, homage. He, was not, he wasn't. Dra- he was signed as an international free agent. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah, but that's a lot of these guys. Over there, that's how they, yeah, how they get their break. But like his first home run tonight, he's a he was batting from the left side, ninety two up and in, and he pulled it. Yeah, and he not only pulled it, but he hit it to the back row of the stadium. Yeah, Jesus, Phil, you got to see this kid run. Yeah, it's insane. I mean, it's he insane. Me he got yeah. to, he rounded third, right? First yeah, home, to, home to third in ten point three eight seconds. Oh, oh shit. shit. And that's changing directions, kids. That's not a straight line. I want to see what Ricky Henderson ran that shit in. Who was uh, the I, fastest around those bases? Ricky was. Ricky had to be up there. We were actually chatting about this the other night at the baseball. Really, game. Ricky ten point something. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Hey, Mark. One thing that I always like to ask guys that are in this NFL game. You know, Phil and I have talked about it, and we all know our you know our biggest hits, but. Who's been your biggest miss? Like your make man, much, I can't. How much time do you have? Oh, hey, we all have them, man. I mean, hey, man anybody look, that says they don't, but I was I was a Rosen QB one guy. Like, <laughs> I, I missed wildly on Josh Rosen. Yeah. I I had I was a Kaiser guy. I hated Rosen. I was a Kaiser I, guy. I, I, I really liked Sean Rosen. Yeah. Um, I had Dak QB fifteen his year. I had him. I think I had him just ahead of Hackenberg. Like I think they were like fifteen and seventeen. I I, I was not a believer in Dak Prescott. Like That's sixteen at all. spots lower than Phil had Hackenberg. Yeah, um, <laughs> did not have Hackenberg one. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, Dak was a guy that I missed on. I'll tell you one of the things that I regret most. I had Herbert three, yep. but 
I wanted to put him. I actually wrote the piece at Waldman's site. I made the yeah. case for him as QB1, and I just couldn't do it at the end, and I, I chickened out. That's one that I kind of kicked myself for. But I think my biggest miss was Rosen at one. Like yeah. That's one that's going to eat at me for years. Where were you with Johnny Manziel? Oh, he would – I didn't see it. You didn't I didn't see it out of a QB there. Phil and I would debate that all the time. I, I just I didn't see I it at all. Thought he was gonna do. I it. thought that was an asshole. I think <laughs> beyond football, that is the the story of draft day. You yeah. know, when you yeah. get that kid that's an arrogant, been given a pass, a free pass his whole life because he's so talented. That arrogance will fucking karma your head off. Yeah, in the NFL. And, and, I mean, the play style was a concern. Like, if he was yeah. coming out now, I wouldn't be as – I was more concerned the play style. Like, again, I just didn't think it was – the league was there. Run yet. around and throw it up to Mike Evans? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's just it. Like, okay, <laughs> what's it going to look like without Mike Evans, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but that's the oh. – it's, it's crazy. I'm always interested because, I mean, everybody's – Hey, we all have our epic whiffs. Like I said, I was I was a Deshaun Kaiser guy. Yeah. Look, I, we all miss. NFL teams miss. miss. Oh, yeah. Every team. We're Bears fans, bro. They get to meet the players too and miss. Yeah, like we don't get it. that interview. No, they, they don't they, they don't just get to meet the players. They get to call their kindergarten teachers if they exactly, want to. Like right. they get to hire private eyes to track them on flights if they want to. Like we're doing this off of film and maybe like one question at the combine. Exactly. Like, we're gonna miss if they miss. So exactly. it happens. It happens. Exactly. And character to me matters a hell of a lot to the tape. That's like tape, then the character of this guy. Right. Right. If you know, if I sit down and meet with this these guy, I I honestly believe I can get it right with yep. that character. Do they well, love the game of football? Yep. If we're gonna talk about character, where, where were you on Jalen Carter? <sighs> yeah, I mean, between the lines, I loved him as a player. Like I, I really did, and the character stuff. I, I try so hard not to buy into like the nebulous red flags, but you had legitimate red flags here. Uh, like oh, yeah. that would the time. issue that cropped up at the combine with the accident, you know, a tragic incident like that the night of the parade. Like that's a legitimate like, red flag. Um, I loved him between the lines, but would I have drafted him in the top five? I would need to be sold on. I would need to like sit down with him to do that. Now, yeah. So general managers, you know, Holmes from the Lions said that he had a little bit of a change of heart after he met with him. I don't know if that's true or not. I've heard reported on both sides of that. But the player was great. But, again, are you drafting that guy first overall, top five? I don't know. You know, I, uh, Dominique Robinson from the Bears, they drafted, well, I think the fifth round last year, the yeah. defensive end, former quarterback Miami, and wide receiver. Ohio. Yeah. yeah. He, uh, Jeff Joniak from the, the Bears play-by-play guy, interviewed him, and they were talking about the Bears offseason, and he's like, you know, there was one specific guy available in the draft this year, and he knew he was talking about Jalen yeah. Carter. He didn't want to use his name, but he's like, we watched him in the locker room. We saw him, and he did not fit here. Right. He's like, I went home at night, and I told my wife, he doesn't fit. 
He's not a fit with yeah. what we're doing here. And I'm like, that's huge. to me, that's a such players know. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. And, we, and I think that also speaks to where he ended up, right? Yeah. Like he oh, goes exactly. to Philly, which is That's basically hot. at this point, Georgia North. Yeah. Like, and so he's going to have people he knows. <laughs> so I think that that makes sense. And that's probably why Roseman was willing to do it. And other general managers, like if yeah. Roseman didn't do it there, he might have continued to slide. Yeah. And it's just, you know, we, I think I wanted to say, because I was going to bring that up when Matt hadn't left. And, but since you brought it up, I think it's this is a a point for me. Recognize, hopefully, Eberflus was in on this, allowing his players to kind of spy and the guys that you trust. Is he a fit? Like yep. that's using every ammunition to get this right. The Bears have lacked. Well, I that think kind that, that points to that that's that awesome. they did, Phil. That's a, I mean, exactly. It's a second-year yeah. defensive end. I don't end. know let's, if let's... it was Poles or Eberfeld. Whoever, maybe they both came. came. I know I would be doing the same shit. Damn so that right. really made meant a lot to me when you told me that. I'm like, wow. To me, that good. points to, and I'm not just saying this as a Bears fan. I'm I'm gonna I'll remove my fandom from this. Yeah. As an analyst, that to me speaks to the type of locker room. That when you're saying that you're that character matters and you're building a locker room the right way, that speaks to it a hundred percent. Absolutely to me. Because I always look back, we had Shane Matthews on, former, you know, Florida Gator Bears yep. quarterback. And another thing that I was always interested to know was I said, Shane, when you have these draft picks come in. How early do you know? Like when you see these, he's like, I'll tell you right now. He's like, I'll be perfectly blunt. The Bears drafted Cade McNown. He said 20 minutes into the first practice. I'm like, this is the motherfucker that they drafted in round one. Kid can't throw. Yeah. It's over. 20 minutes into the first practice, he said, and everybody on offense knew it. He's like, we all knew it. The kid can't throw. And it's just like, you know, players know. Yeah. And it's you can't not, fool players. No, like you can't fool. You can't. Yeah, I mean, Especially he could that. go on and have a uh, Hall of Fame level career. I know everybody's going nuts because supposedly he broke a blocking sled in his first practice in Philly and whatever it is. It is what it is. But yeah. I look at it the same way that I look at it under the, the turmoil that the Bears had. Mahomes was never going to be Mahomes in Chicago. Right. Let's be honest. Yeah. He might have been a good quarterback, but he's not going to be that. Jalen Carter could be a Hall of Famer. I just don't think he's going to – I don't think he was going to – it's not – the Bears aren't there yet. Yeah. To take him. Unbelievable show tonight with you, man. I know I said 30, 40 minutes. We always (laughs) – it always happens. I'm gonna blame the the smoke and the computer. Yeah, blame the smoke and the broken computer. Yeah. <laughs> you you uh I saw your kids are playing baseball. They won a big game. Is that what's going on? Yeah. Uh we won our playoff championship game on uh nice. Sunday, uh 12 nice. U team, which was very cool. Now we're actually he's not gonna do a travel team this summer. We're actually gonna take a break, go back into fall ball, keep the team nice. together. But oh, man, um, tra- those travel teams can oof. Can yeah, that was it last bro. year. Like you're yeah. going different parts. I was right of the there with you. My son was on a travel basketball team last year, man. It was 
it was expensive as hell and it was that's the other thing yeah i mean but it was it was fun because i get to coach him which is really really nice so we'll get through it in the fall but i'm gonna let him be a kid this summer good for you nothing wrong with that i think that's a smart thing that a lot of parents should be doing i'm not a big fan of all the specialized travel leagues you don't want to wear those kids out, allow nope. them to be kids. Yep. And then you come get to back. be a kid once. That's, That's right. right. And kids nowadays have to grow up so crazy. fast anyway. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> well, Mark, uh, follow Mark Schofield at Mark Schofield on Twitter. He's on Instagram. He's a great follow at, at Instagram SB at Josh Pinchy. Rosen one. Yes. Right. At Josh Rosen one. You got a lot of good photos there. <laughs> Mark, thank you for jumping on here with us. We love you, man. Of course, boys. We'll love get you boys. back on before the season. Sounds great. Season. We'll talk a little Justin Fields with you. Let's do it. All right, brother. All right, thank bro. you. Thanks, Have Mark. a good night. See you guys. God bless you. That's the great Mark. Schofield, his computer didn't crash there. He's the best, man. No, it's oh, it, I love that dude. You know, you, you can get so in depth with these guests, and Mark is one of those dudes where you can pound out a four-hour show if you needed to, and it's just it the it, the amount of information it that's what I think separates it. Just we are as eager to learn as I think he is. You know what I mean? We're talking about Tyson Bajant here tonight. Right. And, you know, a UDFA quarterback that, that has some some talent. And not that we're expecting him to – I don't think he's going to make the 53. Would I have him on my practice squad? Yeah, you're damn right I would. I, I just I love know. that. You know, well, they the, did come out with the rule. The I forgot to talk to yeah. the it's third important. QB rule. Yeah, and how they're going to define it? That now has been the emergency. <clears throat> and let's hope it's not Nathan Peterman. Yeah, I'm with you there. I'm really pulling for Badgett. Um, and I think it's important moving forward how we see this team being built. Will they take some more shots at guys that kind of fit what you do? Like the PJ Walker thing is an improvement to what Trevor Simeon was well, in the offense, you know? I, and I think it's important, Phil, that you look at it. He was under contract and he was let go in Carolina and the bears regrouped 24 hours later and, and brought him in. So that is clearly somebody that Getsy had an affinity for and thought that, the, that he could play in this offense and, and again you know dj moore talks about him and he made some pretty big plays to dj moore last year and that that is important he this is a guy that's going to be able to sit on the sideline in the classroom at camp and say hey third and 12 this is what dj likes to do exactly very so, good point. You're not going to get that from Nathan Peterman. You're not going to get that from Trevor Simeon. Those things are are monumental moving forward. Very good point there. That experience, obviously, Herb, I don't know if you saw, he was been in the chat. I don't know if he's still there, but he talked about DJ Moore in person being a hell of a lot thicker as a receiver, his lower half, his legs. Uh, 
being thicker and more muscular and build at that position, that just bodes well to what it is the tape was showing that he can be a number one or is a number one wide receiver. You know, I compared him to Stefan Diggs and what he can do in the route tree and the ability to act at the route, but then he becomes a dog when the ball is in the air. Right. So that stuff is is incredibly important to Justin Fields' growth here. And I know uh, Eddie Jackson was out there. Uh, I know some... Jalen Johnson back. Jalen Johnson. Who I did not say would hold out for uh, <laughs> minicamp or, or, or whatever. I said I would, wouldn't be shocked at all if he was a hold-in for training camp, but I know I think there's you were talking more hold in and pull yeah. the same thing as but there's always there's always people or I mean I let's just keep it a hundred assholes in the chat that <laughs> wanna try to think that they're badass. Why is it so important like fighting with Hendrix now in the chat? Like well, why is that when you, when you have this is what people need to learn, Phil. We we've fallen into the trap. You know, you see negativity and I remember I go back to the Benjamin Ricketts and Bullets when we had to put him in timeout. You know, yeah. can't make it about one guy in the chat and, you know, ganging up on somebody that's trying to instigate or has a has a difference of opinion. Just let them have a difference of opinion and then it ends. And you let them go. On. We can all we can all be better. I need to worry. I I I suck at it, Phil. You've heard you and I have talked I about told it. You. I said you yeah. suck at it. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's right. We all do. <laughs> but part of this show that makes it great, keeping it 100 like is Creighton Wilfong called me a man cunt tonight, you know? <laughs> that was actually, honestly, that was. Yeah. Ivan got a laugh on it after yeah. he logged like... out. Right, yeah. right, right, right. <laughs> I was gonna. I was gonna say something. Actually, but, I, I kept log. I kept logging out to go over and listen to these jerky boys. Fucking. <laughs> well, he's a fucking fan now, right? <laughs> he's a fan. It's Did you listen to Saul's warts? <laughs> I did listen to Saul's. Warts. <laughs> That'll seal me up. For you good. gotta rub him out. Laser. You gonna burn him? You gonna burn him? Cherie's like, oh, what? is he in there with somebody now? Is he burning up? Burning him up? I think the when he, what's the one when his he, his shoe he fell down the stairs and his shoes fell off? I wrong just crate, not Creighton C. I said Will Fong Creighton C. There's not you. The other Creighton. Yeah. It's a lot of Creighton. Don't your get Creighton your Creighton's drama. mixed up. Can't get your Cratons mixed up. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Who needs two Cratons? <laughs> get Brett Weir on the phone. Cherie, I'm going to find the jerky boy so you can listen to it. You'll be like, you guys are crazy. It's so funny. You know when my dad, I'm, I'm telling you, I had the cassette tape given to me on one of those recorded tapes, uh, like you know, the ones you can record on back in the day. Some of you have no idea what I'm talking about. Ivan, maybe you could pull a picture of a cassette tape up. You could buy <laughs> blank tapes and you could just press play and record on a double deck cassette. So you play over here and record here. I still have mine. Yeah, I had a I had a boom box. 
I had of course uh, you did. I had the Lasonic boombox. I still remember, bro. Oh, dude, that was with the fucking lights. That you had the lights. I had the same yeah. fucking one. It was black. Yes, yeah, oh, yeah. black. Yeah. Did you, there I, was two. There was the double cassette side, yeah. and then there was one that it looked like a car. Yeah, you, you dude. Cassette. I had the you same had that fucking one. same fucking one, bro. <laughs> yeah. Same one. I'm looking this shit up right now. Get the Lasonic. Was I had a flashback to the '80s this week? Someone it was like said, birthday, my birthday there it is. night. There's one of the cassettes. So you take that. This was being passed around uh, in my senior year of high school, and it said "Jerky Boys." This so this is 1991. All right, and see, like, this, is, this is this is how this is how I've heard of like, and it, and it has to be them because. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is how I heard of these prank calls and shit. It was like just like you said, somebody had like a CD or a or a or a, a cassette and they were just listening to it. Oh my god, dude. So anyway, I play this cassette, my uncle who passed and my father. They're both Italians from Brooklyn, right? So listening to fucking what was it, Frank Rizzo. That was yeah. his name as the R I Z Z O. Get the shit out, cheese, jackass. He'd throw it in there. And the person, you got to set the stage that the person on the other end of the phone is a real person. They have no clue. So back then, you're calling, there's no like caller ID. This is fucking dial up, you know those rotary phones hurry and they're calling they hear the ring and i'm telling you my father laughing i don't think i've ever seen him laugh so like <laughs> tears coming down his face listening to frank rizzo it was like it's uh it's hilarious but anyway and anyway. i just uh i just listened to the masturbation box oh <laughs> the egyptian <laughs> magician <laughs> i remember that one. Oh my god let me uh steph loves the jerky boys sheree so you gotta give it a shot if steph likes mm -hmm. it right sheree sheree, sheree if, you're like, if you're like cleaning around the house just put it on you'll have a laugh you'll get shit done can we play like a That's second I listen to my podcast and put on my <laughs> music here we Phil, go there she is there's the lasonic that is it yeah, same one I had. Can See, we, there's the little can we tape back. Big, it's like take up the whole. Yeah, thing? It's, it's not letting oh, me. Fuck. Oh, there it is. There we go. Hey. There that, she is. That was the that I had that one right there, bro. I had the same radio. Me too. The TRC nine thirty. It was like my birthday, summer nineteen ninety one. I think. Oh my god! Yeah. I think that was the year I got it. Yeah. All I hear is jam on You're it. You're like 30 it. years old in 1991, bro. Yeah, that's what it is now, Bill, for the, the original. That is shit's it? all like crazy expensive now. Is it yeah. expensive? Hell yeah. I should have hung on to it. I'm going to start playing fucking bingo so we can afford that shit. <laughs> How do you think I make those cheesy pork chops? I play bingo. I can afford it. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. That was one of my favorite gifts. Mine my too, bro. Yeah. 
I got a lot of use. I thought it was so dope to have the, the fucking tape the that you could pop in. Yeah, yeah. Like, look at this shit. Oh and then God. the lights. I always loved the lights. And it that was only actually... light looked like the kit, the night yeah. rider car, right? But it was actually a mirror on the top level. There was only yeah two rows of lights. The other one was just a mirror. That's right. Yeah. They reflected it, made it look like four going like this. Yeah. So we don't care. Look, Sheree, what was the best present you yeah, ever got? Christmas or birthday? For me, gosh, it probably was um, my Barbie dream house. Okay. Oh. I am still a girl, guys. You still have it? No, my mom has one of them. I still have all of my a lot of my older toys. Like I have a collector's holiday Barbie. Um, still in the package in her red Christmas dress. I, my mom kept all of that. She keeps all of that in the attic. I can't, I can't even touch it. Wow. <laughs> I've been I best... all my board games, Mall Madness, Candyland, all that stuff. Yeah. Best present you ever got, Ivan. My brother got me a PS5 this past year, so I'll just say that. Wow. That's that. a very thoughtful gift yeah. when we were trying to go old. Like, as oh, as you as want me to go old school? I mean, yeah. like that's honestly that's my favorite. Ivan gift. Vargas <laughs> keeping it 2023. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, shit, I can't. Recall. I mean, like, honestly, maybe like the PS1, something like that. Like, those are I, I remember Christmas 1987. I'll never forget it. I would have been what 10 years old. And I opened up a gift, and it was uh, Nintendo baseball. And I remember looking at my mom. I'm like, I don't have a Nintendo. She's like, What? Oh. I thought you did. I'm like, No. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. And then, of course, the next gift was she fucked up the order that she was <laughs> giving the stuff. Next one I opened, but I I remember never asking for a Nintendo like the original. Really? Yeah, the original Nintendo Entertainment System. Remember with like Duck Hunt yeah, and all that shit, the dog that would laugh at you? Yeah. I always remember. I'm like, I, I can remember opening it up and being like, my mom is such a badass. I never asked for that. And I got it. And I can remember my my playing Christmas night and a friend of the family, I don't know why I remember this, but she went into labor and my sister was her Lamaze coach. And she's like, Shane. I'm like, yeah, Carrie, what's up? She's like, is Terry there? And I'm like, she's upstairs. She's like, you got to go get her. I'm going into labor. We're going to go to the, the hospital. And I'm like, I'm in the eighth inning on my baseball game. I can't. I can't. Like, go get her. Go get her. I always remember. Yeah. And her daughter, her daughter, Beth, was born the next day. Yep. My remember that. was Coach O and my mom pulled the red Ryder BB gun trick on me because nice. All I wanted was the Atari twenty six hundred. I remember like sitting with my best friend Philip Pia was his name across yeah. the circle. It was two fills and three fills on the street. My dad, me, and Phil Pia, but it's not Philip Pia. Everyone, <laughs> we started just calling him Pia. But we were laying in the grass looking up at the moon. Imagine if you could control the football game like on TV. We could control it. And then all of a sudden, Atari came out. 
Yeah. And you could control these tanks and asteroids and shoot combat. Combat, yeah. So I oh, I begged my mom and dad. That's all <laughs> all the gifts were open. I'm like, damn, we didn't get it. My sister's looking at me, yeah. and then my dad's like, wait a second, what's that sticking out right there behind that couch? And it's there it was, and it was like yeah. my parents the Super Bowl. Same thing. Like oh when all God. of us I was quite a bit younger than my sisters, but at the end of Christmas, there would always be like one more gift, but it was for like all the kids. Yeah, I, yeah. I can remember getting an Atari that way, but I always remember like hooking it up. My dad would be like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, that not on the not on the good TV. <laughs> it's gonna ruin it. It's gonna ruin it." So yeah. we'd be have like the thirteen inch yeah, black, black and white quasar. And I'm like, "Motherfucker, bought us an Atari. Oh. Gotta play it." Got to play fucking Pac-Man in black and white? What the fuck, Dave? <laughs> you had to put it on, what was it, UHF? Yeah, I remember the little box in the back. Two. Yeah, you had channel to four. Put the screws down. in the thing, and then yeah, you'd have to. Yeah. Pitfall. Oh, I was bro, like, we're so old. The rainbows were in black and white. That's how old we Yo, are, This man. motherfucker was rich because Salerno. Oh, fuck, fucking- yeah. I can remember asking. I remember asking my Aircraft mom for like. The, I remember asking my mom for the Millennium Falcon. She's like, "Oh yeah, sure." I ne- I I'm, I still ain't got that shit. <laughs> I asked for this aircraft carrier too. She it's bought me like the Ewok Village from like a fucking garage sale, and it was missing like fucking Wicket W Warwick, the like the main fucking Ewok, Ewok Star Ewok. Wars. Dude, oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, I, don't, I don't have that. Like you know how a lot of people like what you're saying. They have that story of man, it was a toy that I always wanted and never got. I'm not gonna lie, my I didn't come from a rich background, but I was spoiled because I always just yeah. asked one thing from each person, so I always got what I wanted. Listen, yeah. See, I would always ask, and I never that got. What I, wanted. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was, I was got what I, I was got like clothes. I mean, I did get like some. some I even got enough. I got, a, I got a PlayStation. You know, at one point, like there was a Sega Genesis involved. I remember, like I was happy about that. But other than that, like if I asked for like something that I really wanted, they were like, "No, nah, we ain't doing that." Shit. But uh, yeah. Oh, I knew who to ask for the big gifts for. Yeah, that was yeah, my yeah. grandparents. That that's where I got that from. <laughs> yeah, mine were. My dad was the dude that he would always be real quiet and not say shit. But then he'd go play poker, like three days before christmas and if he fucking hit be like oh, yeah, oh you're we're getting, getting a big something one. we're getting something for christmas it's gonna be fun but how'd you get this atari dad well don't tell your mom but bill down the street ain't got fucking <laughs> ham for christmas this year because he can't afford it <laughs> daddy cleaned him up poker poker table uh, it's funny don actually our neighbors, or they were in like another street. They weren't actually our neighbors. They became friends. The guy was the president of ColecoVision. He was friends with my dad. And he ended up giving us like ColecoVision. So I ended up having that. But I wanted nothing to do with that because all I wanted was yeah. Atari. Yeah. But then I found out Coleco had football on it. And it, it, was, it was a game. I can too. remember showing right. You know, it's funny. You go on like Facebook and it'll show like 30 different controllers. And it was like, yeah, what was the first controller you used? You go yes. all the way to the upper left hand corner. And it's like the first the one black with the, the black one button. with the orange button and the stick. 
Riley's like, what is that? And I'm like, that was our joy. That was like a badass joystick back Going in the like, day. Yeah. Like High tech. Trying yeah. to do track and Almost field. breaking that shit. Yeah. Pitfall. Remember Pitfall? Oh, my God. That was like my favorite. Pitfall. Yeah. Ass River Raid. River Raid. Joust. Did you play that? So, River, so my, my favorite off the, uh, the uh, NES yeah. was Cal- California Games. Mm-hmm. Oh, like the a, hacky sack, dude! The fucking yeah. hacky, hacky sack. sack. The disc, the disc throw. You had the fucking yeah, the BMX bike or was it a mountain bike? Yeah, the BMX bike, and you have the surfer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. California games. And I like Paperboy. Yeah, I remember Paperboy. Oh, yeah. Paperboy was Coleco, I believe. That was that was. Did a you ever game. play RC Car on oh. Nintendo? No, where you could make it drift around the corners and shit. Wait, was that the one that was in the arcade? And you could spin the wheel and it would go. It was like a remote control car, and that's what you're. Oh. I can remember my dad. Like I said, my dad was. My dad had some friends that probably weren't real great people. Yard fight. Oh he'd my god! Pop open his briefcase and he'd have all oh. these Nintendo games and be like, "Well, how?" He's like five bucks, five bucks a game, and I'm like, "Okay," you know. You had a guy like that? Oh yeah, yeah. Where we lived, I grew up in a place called Blind Bay, mm-hmm. in in Hammond, and yeah, my dad knew this dude, and he and come he to find out, shit at the barber shop, he that would always there. get yeah. shit off a truck, and he'd all he had this big ass briefcase, oh, and he'd shit. open it up, and it'd be all these Nintendo games the that you couldn't Zelda. like double dribble. You remember double oh, dribble? God. You could hit the double three from the corner all the time. You had that secret spot. Yeah. You had to hold it and then let go. Yeah, you hit the three and you go. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, shit. I always used the the Seattle Supersonics. (laughs) Yeah, it was the L.A. Breakers, I think it was. It wasn't the Lakers, yeah. Seattle something else. Yeah, I always used the green Seattle team on double. If you played played, – Bulls versus Blazers. What was it? The '91 Finals. You, that was what? like one of, NBA Jam. What was it? No, 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 no. It was. It was for. It was for uh, Sega, I believe. Sega, Courtney. If I'm not mistaken, it was for. It, it was for Sega. You could play as Jordan. It was one of the first games like you could yeah. actually play what as like a Michael Jordan character, like, or, or his name would be on there. NBA. You know? What was it called? And the first one, it was NBA Live. Live, Thank you. Live NBA yeah. Live. Yes, I played that game. I had the Genesis. Yeah, there you go. The Sega Jordan Genesis versus Bird. Yeah. Now I bought. You know why I bought the Genesis before Nintendo? I ended up getting both because Sega Genesis had Madden, and I remember mm. trading in everything to get. Oh my God, bro! Genesis and Madden, the first Madden cartridge. It- I had it. <laughs> Sega Genesis used to have a game. It was called NFL Game Day. And oh, William, yeah, they, William Floyd was on the cover. Yeah, they it. had four different. I can remember. John, Joe Montana football, NFL Game Day, Madden, Walter Payton football they had on the Genesis. So there was a bunch of football games that they had. Then there was like front page football, which was a side scrolling football. You had the the wrong angle. It was like this way. 
It was so odd, but it was so realistic for the time. Joe Montana football was actually the first football game that had a live action play-by-play. And it would be like, he's at the 14, and it was consistent with where you were. (laughs) Double dribble. There There it is. Bam. There it is. See how he held that? Is that the Seattle team, too? The green? See how he holds it from the corner? Then they have the anime. He's like, Grandma, can I have double dribble? (laughs) (laughs) The corner three fade. I was all about Punky Brewster and Barbie. This was the shit back in the day. There's a site this dude was sharing on Instagram on one of those reels. You can go to the site and play all these fucking games on on the, your computer. Yeah, I think this is what Bratcher does full time now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right no back. I'm pork one. chops. <laughs> I knew it. I knew he wasn't making that one. Oh my god! Then Tecmo Bowl came out, and that's when I bought oh, yeah. the Nintendo. I had to have both now. And the the Tecmo Bowl. Stem from Double Dribble with the anime cutaways. Well, Double Dribble had the cutaway on the dunks. Dunks, yeah, yeah. that yeah. that started it. Yeah. Same with Blades of Steel. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I can remember the old baseball game. You had to hit it like dead center, straight oh, down to hit God. a home run. Me and my brother got into a fisticuff oh over God. home run baseball. <laughs> Dude, that shit's going to happen next summer. My brother-in-law <laughs> and I, when I was a senior in high school, my sister met, who would have been my future brother-in-law at the time. We used to stay up. We used to oh play college God. football. We'd play an entire fucking season in one night. I always oh used my to. Oh, my God. I used to use San Diego State because I was a huge Marshall Falk fan back yeah. in the day when he was in college, and he always used to use Ohio State. And we used to, oh my God, college for and that's coming back. It is it supposed to. It was supposed to be back this summer. It's coming back. Oh, it's in, not uh, this summer. No, they pushed it to, oh, to uh, summer God. 2024. But that's going to be. We got to get a patron college football league going, patron. bro. Zorich gets yeah. the everybody. Will, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to destroy everybody, but it'll be fun with me I don't killing think everybody. is on the, the the team, the game anymore. Yeah, so. you don't have to worry about Notre Dame winning shit and that. They ain't gonna win it in that in <laughs> that league either. But <laughs> I used to use Washington State and like in Bill Walsh college football. That was yep. before NCAA, and it was Bledsoe. And I would just beat everybody's ass yeah. in college with Washington. Supposedly, this is it's going to have the the transfer portal and everything. Really, be finances involved, and yeah, oh that's what I've God. that's what I've heard. But I have. Do they still have the NCAA basketball game? Nothing. There's no college anything. Like I oh, still, I, I still March have. Madness. That was. I fun. still have NCAA 2014 for for the Xbox. Yeah. Because I still have the original Xbox that you can really? play it on, yeah. And like, if you go on to eBay and try to buy that game, it's like it's some of them, some of them are like a hundred bucks. You have the what? The college one? 
NCAA 2014 was the last college oh, football shit. game. I think it's got like Denard Robinson on the yeah, cover yeah, it does. from Michigan. It does yeah. I still have it. My son and I play it sometimes because they'll give you update. You can do. There's people out there that still update rosters. I think what's his name? <laughs> Darrington. Uh, Darrington Evans yep. does it. I will say this: the Sega football game NFL 2K in 19 what, what was it? Maybe it was 1999. When was that 2K out, Ivan? Check that. Or Cherie. Which one? The last Which one. 2K? It was for Sega Dreamcast. Oh, 2005, I think. That oh, is the about, yes, best you, okay, okay. football game. Yeah, yeah. It beats Madden today. It was so fucking realistic. The, Owens, the, the past rushing. You could fucking swim. You your defensive tackle could dive and like if he dove, he could knock down an offensive lineman and allow someone to get it. Oh my god! Yeah, the it, the physics of it were just way better. Oh my than god! Anything after it, so it, yeah, it was, like Tevin Jenkins. Look like Tevin, you know, if it was Tevin Jenkins, he looks six, 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 seven, 340 pounds. I mean, he looks like Darnell Wright would mm-hmm. look like that. But if you, guy, guy, if you had a guy, if you had a guy to that point, Phil, like if you had Derrick Henry running the football, oh, yeah, Derrick Henry, you know, coming down on a, on a little ass corner isn't going to get stuffed, over. yeah, or exactly. go sideways, he's going to go right over the top of him. Oh, it was it's, awesome, yeah. yeah. And you could hit the button and it would react to you. So there was there was actually rewards for and their AI was so smart. I was like, Madden, it was Dreamcast. Listen, what they were able to do, because they were the first one to be able to play over the telephone line at the internet line. To play, uh, you could play your buddy that was not at your house dreamcast did that they were so far ahead of the game exactly crazy cujo and that if if there's a place or has any kind of old school and you're into that stuff gotta play the dreamcast 2k it was absolutely i i still remember running counter and they blocked down the end's coming. The guard kicked out the end. The tackle fought, and you could like sidestep and run through. I'm right. like, this is the most realistic football game, and Madden still has it called. I was playing. The kids were watching Madden. Fucking corner. We're running toss. The corner goes inside covering. <laughs> I refuse to buy the game, Phil. It's I refuse so to buy bad. the game anymore. It's, it's terrible. It's so bad. Yeah, there's still money plays in Madden. There was this glitch that if you you hit juke spin, you would be able to go, and then your the defender would automatically move, and you would be able to get to the outside. It's like oh, bro, that's what I was talking about. NFL game day back in the day, I had William Floyd on the cover. I used to play my brother in law, Mm -hmm. and he was that was when Ricky Waters was with Philly. Because he was an Eagles fan, and there was this glitch: if you hit, if you hit dive, mm-hmm. when you were controlling the running back, he would dive like six yards, 
and then he'd stand back up before you could even get there, and he'd just hit dive again. He'd get like a twenty-yard gain with four dives. Like, oh my oh god! Oh my he's, god! He used to make me mental. There was this glitch when they first what was it PS2? You went online, and I was fucking destroying people in Madden, and I would be up forty-two to nothing, and there was like no surrender rule. They would some fucking nerd fuck found some substitution timeout glitch that would end the game and you even though you were winning would get a loss oh yeah and i would i must have broken like six joysticks because you work so hard to win these games with the this thing of you moving on to some sort of tournament of madden and that's that set me over the top I was like, this is fucking bullshit. Timeout. Put a they would put a backup center. I forget what it was. And then come out and the game would freeze and you'd get disconnected with a loss. So yeah. uh no matter what you what. Uh Metal Gear Solid. That was a great game. Snake. <laughs> That's where that famous boom sound comes from. I love that game too. That was Really smart. We have Sheree here. Sheree. Young Sheree. The there you go. Young Sheree. Yeah. Can you actually go on my Facebook page? Thanks, Grandma. Thanks, Grandma. There's a picture of me playing as a little girl at my little kitchen. My cousin posted it. It's on Facebook somewhere. Were you with Steve Zim Zimmerman playing with My Little Pony? Oh, my God. You want to tickle my Pikachu? Oh, wait, that's, that's a different show. <laughs> oh, we've jumped the shark on this one, though. But that's all we good. had a lot of fun. That's what, that's, that's, what what the June, that's what June covering the NFL is for, man. You got to go off kilter a little bit. Imagine if we wrapped up a show by 11 p.m. I know everybody would be furious. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm definitely not running out there as fast as I can to go see that. What? No. I was <laughs> never I was told by Chris Zorich <sighs> that the new Spider-Man, Miles, what's the name of this movie? Into uh, the uh multiverse? No, no, that's a is that no, the the new Miles That's the, that's the last one. Yeah. Oh, is it? The cartoon one. Yes. Across the Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse. There it is. He says, is, he said, it's the greatest movie. It's, I go, it's, it's the great. He's like, yes. He's like, I've seen it twice already. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I have to go see this movie now, Chris Zorich. Have you seen Super Mario Brothers? I have not. Good? Yeah, we watched. Yeah, we watched. It's good. Yeah. It's good. I heard it's like a lot of Easter eggs. Yeah, there's a lot of little uh, Easter throwbacks. Yeah, like it's the one they're just like walking to the castle at one point, and there's this one little mushroom guy at the store, and he's like, "Well, it's not working." He's like, "That's because you have to blow into the cartridge." And I'm like, "Oh man, yeah, hello. <laughs> Who wasn't blowing into the Nintendo cartridge back in the day? That's how you fixed everything." I'll so check. I thought Dungeons and Dragons was really. I have not fun. seen that. That yeah. was fun. I liked it. Yeah. Wait, I had to watch it? a chick flick the other day with Ela. What you watch? Probably pick on me. It was uh, the book 
Club second chapter or something like that. I haven't seen the first one, so yeah. I'm gonna definitely. I did see the first. The first book club. Miles Morales (laughs) one. Someone in the chat's like, you got to see the first. I did see the first one. The sequel is what Zorch. Did your boys play Super Mario Brothers? No, no. Oh, really? Not even back in the day, because Riley used to play it on. I had him play it wasn't the they Switch. The it was the Mario. Yeah, Mario. But they like got all that, and then there's like the, the movie with Mario the Kitty and all that. Yeah, it's all it's 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 funny movie. I, Seth uh, Rogen's pretty pretty funny as Donkey Kong. I'm trying to get there. Frank Caliendo on the show. I almost got yeah. him on this show. Got to get Sean Evans too. The the he, chicken wing guy. You know, the dude that does all the interviews while they're eating hot wings and they keep on getting hotter. He's a massive Bears fan. I haven't. I Yes. Is he the one from? <coughs> Bald guy. <coughs> he was oh, in the no. Bears. He was in the NFL shop uh, no, I commercial. I don't know who yeah. he is. I know the dude from. Shit. I just lost the show. The girl. The three roommates that are guys. Uh, the new girl? New girl, yes. Zoe the, Deschanel? Yes. No, the dude that's her boyfriend. Or they have the love. They love each other, but they never commit to the... That dude is a huge Bears fan. And he's a fan of the show. So I've been trying to get him on the show, too. I'm sorry I forgot his name. <laughs> and Ashton Kutcher. Can we get Ashton Kutcher? Yeah. He's been reached out to <clears throat> two or three times. Come on, Ashton. Love the show. We made you laugh. <clears throat> but yeah, Evans would be great to get on. He's a I don't know like, him. Caliendo yeah. grew up a Packers fan, but his ability to imitate people. Denver about oh to go up two one, Ivan. That's it. Yeah. Was like, who's Denver? Nugget. Talking about the Broncos? <laughs> Nugget. Can you name one? Denver Nugget player, uh, the big Polish guy, Jossic, 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 Polish guy, Jossic. Serbian. Yeah. Is he Serbian? No. <laughs> the Serbian sniper. What's his name? Jokic. Jokic. I know. I can't mess it up. Jokic. Jokic. Yeah, feels like I had Jokic back at Hofstra. <laughs> I did, bro. And they used to. Crew X. Have you ever heard of that? Oh, yeah. It burned the yeah. fuck out of you. Yeah, it like got rid of your jockets because it burnt your fucking skin off. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, tell dude, me I'm not dude, telling the truth. Dude, you're telling yeah. the fucking truth. Yeah. I will tell this story. We had doubles, and it's fucking 90. So you'd go out 8 in the morning. Well, you go 7 and have breakfast. Then you're out there 8 to like 11. Come back to the dorm in air condition. It's nice and cool. Get up and you got this fucking jockage. And you're like, oh no, my God. Shit. You spray this fucking crew X on it. You would feel like your fucking whole junk is just burning in fire. Flames. And all of a sudden, it was gone for the second practice. Only to return and you'd had to do it again. Oh my god, coming out of the shower, spraying that on. 
and then the next day it was gone. So I don't know what the fuck Pride Crew X is like motherfucking cancer spray. <laughs> but <laughs> that was pain. And right. I never wore a cup. Uh, a lot of my <laughs> teammates never wore a cup. Not even Did you baseball. wear a cup, Ivan, playing football? I wore a cup, yes. You did? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I never wore the cup. It got I felt away. That, I, I, you I wore the cup. You just didn't play. Oh, that's <laughs> not the truth. <laughs> Ivan, was, Ivan was the kid's like, is this a face mask? <laughs> <laughs> if you strap it on top. <laughs> Why has it got holes in it? <laughs> Ratcher's oh. like, I'm too busy to wear a cup. I don't have the time. <laughs> it's a bingo cup. It's a bingo cup. What about this guy? This guy, hey. look at Lenny Aponte. Lenny Aponte hanging out with QV1. Yeah. You gotta love that. And I like how the Bears or whoever puts the like second grade background drop of the no, picture this was this <laughs> this was not bears related like at all this was yeah that's why this I was, said whoever yeah i had that same background in second grade <laughs> yeah put the curtain in the background i had a plaid shirt on now the kids cup. get to pick their own backgrounds i know it's crazy i, I love that it's like though, picture man. day and they send you home with a thing and there's like 263 backgrounds to choose from i'm like so my friend was telling me about that because you know hustling got pictures they charge more for the digital copy than they do for the physical packages now all i all we do we just order the eight by ten and then you can just like scan it and print the shit off that's all we that's do that's what i tell steph to do yeah that's the smart yeah, i you thought we do that all for the trick with that that what is it the proof or whatever it never life. does never yeah. does we just get the eight by ten and then we Shane's a smart dude oh yeah because you can you it on spend, his iphone you can spend crazy 20 of them you can spend 20, crazy money because eel's like well we'll order some wallets for the family i'm like who the fuck's got who pictures in their wallet? wallets anymore it's all on George your phone my father's got one. He's like, this is my son. Look at 1984. <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> Thanks. Who's got Thanks, wallets? You just want, he didn't want to forget what his kids look like because he was never home in 1984. <laughs> <laughs> Who's doing the wallets? Yeah. The wallets. But you can spend crazy money on kids' pictures, man, just, just from school. Everyone's just going like, Look at little Timmy. Bro, my. Shane's over there with Ela. Did you see our wallets? <laughs> I have like the the cloud. I have my son his entire existence on my phone and he's 12. Yes. <coughs> I'm just yeah, going through I have over is the key. Yeah, I have over 10,000 pictures on my phone. So like my first he'll probably kill me for cloud. sharing this picture. My very first picture on my phone I had a BlackBerry. Oh, I no, not, that's not my first picture. <laughs> Lenny Potter. <laughs> so I had a BlackBerry back in the day, and then I switched to iPhone when. Yeah, I had the BlackBerry. Dila found out she was pregnant. This is at our uh, apartment in New London, Connecticut, when Phil would never meet me. It's just so slick and skinny in a hole. Yeah. It the first 
picture <laughs> on my oh, boy. Oh gosh, Shane, you look pregnant. Like belly. She's pregnant. It's fine. She's gonna kick her ass, dude. Oh my She's god. Gonna my condolences to your family. That's pregnant. That's pregnant. Elo with Riley. <laughs> She's gonna wake up like the Undertaker in the middle of the night. <laughs> I got life insurance. It's all good. You show my picture. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so yeah my my iphone's like the fucking get the fucking um terabit version. i have every yeah i have like i still have the cloud, cloud but I, I always want like if you're the flying someplace physicals. yeah if you're flying someplace i'll just like yeah. sit there and go back i'll go back to like my first picture and Look at the really? the day that my son was born, and it's always on my phone. Same with my daughter, and they're yeah. fucking ten years apart. You know, I'm fucking crazy. watching Netflix. You're looking at pictures. Of the past. Oh, I do that too. <laughs> Jesus, man, I'm looking at some of these, some of these pictures on here. Claudio forgot he met you. For God's sake. Yeah, I wonder if there's anything else I can get in trouble with. Do you like, have any look, pictures of Claudio on your phone? I do. Look at this. Is the day that Elon Riley met. Right here, that's on my phone. Look at that. Riley was dark. Yeah, playing the mailman. <laughs> I honestly thought you, you were going to show us a picture of Shane. I thought you were going to show us a picture of Claudio. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah, I, I had dinner with Claudio. Claudio. <laughs> oh, I can like, bring up a picture of Claude. <laughs> Let me go. Can't you go to years on here? Claudio. Audio the bomb. Yeah, iPhone, you can, yeah, they can do yeah, that. Yeah, let me, give me a second, Shree. Quit yelling at me. Jesus Christ. She wants Jesus a Barbie. Shree's <laughs> gift this year. What is it? What year? We were down there in what, like October, I think, right, Phil? Uh, yeah, yeah, October. Sandlin and I were out in your driveway Sandlin. talking, and you're like, what are they? Are they here? I'm like, what the fuck? Are they yeah. here? Are they here? There they are. That? There's Claudio yep. and his wife yep. on the right. We had no clue that was a modern there. pizza. Aww. Look at little Dev. Dev. Yeah. Little Dev. His blue glasses. And there's Ela and Riley. And and... A modern pizza. There's yep. Steph. Not, not according to Claudio. You weren't even there. Yeah, never, never <laughs> met. <laughs> Never met. Chris, Chris Sandlin. Sandlin. <laughs> 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 I remember I Shane that. sending me that picture. Like, who's this? I had yeah. no fucking clue. I go, I have no idea. Remember that Tate? kid? <laughs> trying to look back. There's some. There's some of the the goods at my well. That's Ela looking down, probably plant, figuring out how to kill me. But <laughs> that's some of the food at Modern. No, that's not a that's a wooden tap. That was wooden tap. Yeah. Yeah, we were there we were waiting there. for you. We almost went there, and they almost Remember? went there. Yeah, Ela and I are sitting there filling our face, and Phil and Sandlin almost fucking walked in. <laughs> yep. Oh my god. That was remember recording the show. Me, you, and Sandlin downstairs, your old house. Yep, the That's old Steph and Ela and Sandlin right there. Down okay. in the house. We'll have to put together a documentary on this. 
maybe Sean Stewart. Somebody can put it together. Uh, I don't know what happened to Jack Baller. Guy disappeared. He's supposed to put the TTNL documentary together. Logan Frost murdered him. Scuba diving. Yeah, I think Logan left him under the water too long. Yeah, it was me driving Riley to school one morning. He wanted to dress up as Darth <laughs> Vader to go to school. <laughs> Some random October day. Um, well, at least it was in October. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. There's some really good pictures in here. Just going on Shane's pictures. Trying to think. Oh, I got some doozies in here. Cherie. Cherie. Jesus, all those drunk pictures you sent me. Oh, oh shit. I forgot. <laughs> you, you will not share any pictures I sent. You guys know this guy? I don't think I've ever gone down memory lane while I'm. What? <laughs> Those are real sci fucking knives too. Knives. Oh my gosh, what the hell? You got the underworld. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my god. Did you see him wish my dad a happy birthday? Hey Shane made that a drop too. I did. <laughs> <laughs> no wait, you're, you're no, naked. no. We're very economical, my family. <laughs> wait, this is the oh fucking. My God. <laughs> oh, here we go. Right, here we go. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite. <laughs> 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 oh shit. <laughs> Like, why do you guys care about Angelo? It's like, why don't uh, you get it? Then let me do what I hire to do. Angelo, do you remember Greg Braggs? Mm, no, no. There's my, that's my studio. Being I'm built. in right now, yeah, being yeah. built, yeah. There it is. Oh. <coughs> oh man, I got some doozies in here. Well, we've said it all. That was probably my favorite thing. I always laugh at the you like Angelo this one. Edit with the jump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Evil Knievel. What's up, Dellinger? Avon Walker. He's probably working right now. Just checking in on Cherie. Seeing how she's doing. God damn. As long as Cherie's <laughs> happy, I'm happy. Exactly, There's the, Thomas. That's the, that's, <laughs> that's the studio right there with nothing in it and the wall's not even big. That's where I'm at right now. That's the TTNL Studios. There it is. See, we're definitely taking you behind the scenes, Phil. You know those two ladies? Aww. Daphneela. Yeah. Look at that. Good Bring ladies. Behind the scenes here at TTNL. We're still going to announce we're setting up shop and schedule for next season's TTNL tailgate and party. 
Yeah. You're going to be one of, if you are going to want to be on that guest list, then you're going to have to get over there to the TTNL TateNeverLies.com. Become a patron. And I, I'm going to talk to Jim and see how many patrons are going to be invited to the TTNL party. <laughs> I just oh, I just love how they're all TTNL drops. Oh yeah. <laughs> well he did that one for Shane Aston. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's Yoko. Yoko and the myth the legend. No, not that guy. Not that guy. <laughs> we like that guy, but not. Oh my god! Not I forgot him. about this. This has nothing to do with. I'm not smart. One of my <laughs> favorite videos ever. This is Riley when he was little, and I scared him to death with a lobster when he oh, was paying yeah. attention. I've seen. You have it in slow motion. Yes, he does. <laughs> what? He doesn't notice it yet. <laughs> if you can't scare the shit out of your kids, man, you're doing it wrong. Oh my god! Hilarious. Shane had the slow motion gun. Dark gun at his yeah. nephew or something. <laughs> Honestly, seeing that, I see the resemblance between him and Emmy. What's that? I see the resemblance between him and Emmy. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh man, there's some real. We're gonna have to have just like a drops show. Yeah, just drops. <laughs> just oh, drops. Man. So yes, we will be inviting some patrons that night. Downtown Chicago. Well, speaking of pages, we're gonna have gonna a beach in Chicago, though. What's that? Is it still gonna be in Chicago? Because looking at the schedule, it was gonna be hard to try to find a game to go to. Yeah, it was really gonna be looking like if it's you're gonna do like it that way. Lions game. That or Carolina on a Thursday. Yeah. Either of those two. <laughs> I honestly think Detroit. The with... demo return. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Is that I, the D-Roll return game? Yeah, he'll yeah. be benched. He'll be benched by then. But yeah, we can do it. It was his birthday today. Oh, another Gemini. Happy birthday, David. I wished him a happy birthday. I go, Tate. Do you want to wish David a happy birthday? He's like, No. <laughs> it's my guy. Shane loves Tate for that. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck that He's guy. Not He's not a bear anymore. I was like, okay. He still could say happy birthday in the offseason. Yell at him at the game. Tate's trying to finagle going to camp and a game. But guess what he said, Cherie? He goes, mm -hmm. but I don't want Devin and Mommy to go. I just want to go with Daddy. I, Steph was so hurt. Aww. Steph was very hurt. She'll get over it. Right, Tate? Oh, did I say that out? Are we still like, I watch every game. 
Mommy don't watch. <laughs> so he put on blast. Yeah, he did. You know, he's got a point. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You got a brain stuff. That Matthew Carstensen? Yes, it is. <laughs> the one and only. Oh my god. Do we know this guy? Aww. Ivan oh. Vargas. It's Yvonne. 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 Watching the Hawks game. I'm like, bro, you couldn't have fucking told anybody? <laughs> I know. I'm like, you didn't tell us? <laughs> he knows how he are with drops. He was and worried. I texted him when he's in his seats, and I'm like, hey, what's going on, Yvonne? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! Where is it? Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh man, one of the best ones ever. <laughs> From the fans in the stands to the follows on the ground on the Thanks grand. for your support, showing love in the DM We stay special strong, fight together till the end Now it's time to shout out worldwide friends and fam life. The network that keeps it real, 100 crew So many in the world that I gotta show love to For some this part, single show is at its end But for me it's so important, thank the charter members and, and the fans Build the network, speak the truth through the tape Never run around the truth, no narratives we create Set them straight, no bubble screen on fourth and eight Call your Jane getting nervous, cause keeping them up too late That's it, no more to say to get the shot of vital But hurry up, cause the postman's getting homicidal Shout out, I know you hear me baby Shout out, I know you see me baby Shout out, we gotta holler at you Keep it 100 cool, we gotta show love too Shout out, I know you hear me baby Shout out, I know you see me baby Shout out, we gotta holler at you Keep it 100 cool, we gotta show love too There's hope guys, there's hope I hope if there's we hope. got the right people, I hope that is hope. <laughs> That's gonna be the quote, the name of this show, Shane. I hope there's, <laughs> hope, that there's hope. I hope there's hope. I hope that there's hope. Okay. There it is. How is Gary, man? Well, I don't I think know. we've seen him in the chat in a while. I've seen him online. I've seen him, but I haven't talked to him. Gary Williams. Inspired a song. Yeah. Inspired a channel. Inspired a movement. Anyway. 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 Cherie. 
Ricky, Barbie. The moment we like to call shout outs. Would you like to shout out Mattel for building your dream house? <laughs> or wherever the fuck it was. It was Mattel. See? I'm a Barbie girl. Shout out to my parents, grandparents, godparents who all spoiled me and made me the lovely person that I am. There and you, I'm you go. Today, so. But no, uh, thanks for everybody in the chat. Have fun interacting. Um, again, thanks to you guys for coming on Wednesday night. It was a lot of fun. Um, good interview with Mark Schofield. So uh, just shout out to y'all for what y'all do every week, weekend and week out. Um, just keeping us sane, getting us through about downtime. So it's been fun. It's always fun hanging out with you all. Love it. Love it. Love you, Cherie. So glad you're back. You hit the post and the mark tonight. Coming in for the injured Claudio. The Claudio. Barber. Cloud. Cloud of smoke. Yeah. We got to bring back the smoke weed every day drop, Claudio. The, the, the original. Do you remember the original? Just saw that on my phone. So I'll have to dust that off and put it back Which in my Which one? The, the original. I, they no, all not, smoke weed. That no, one? just just him with the yeah, I like smoke rolling out of his nose and gotta bring some stuff back for the off yeah. season. I talked That's to Cool so... Kennedy today about doing some parodies. Yes. Oh, okay. And I talked about our ideas. He's totally on board. Cool. By the way, doing that. He's gonna practice on tonight's show. Fuck yourself. No, he's not talking to you, Ivan. Got <laughs> any shout outs, Ivan? He's on mute. Yes. No, not really. Oh, I mean, he got it. Yvonne. I, I got it right before you. Uh, yes. Oh, no, not really. I mean, shout out to you guys. Another great show. It's been real. It's been fun. I'm tired. I'd like to go. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Unless that dragon was fucking a goat. <laughs> Who's that guy? <coughs> I don't know. I miss Bratcher. Is he still in? Is he still fucking pimping it up in Missouri? <laughs> Living in St. Louis. I missed him. <laughs> Bro, he got, he got robbed in St. Louis. So I don't know why up. people talk about Vegas so much. Have you ever been to St. Louis? <laughs> Look at the Bro, fucking let's throw curls, curls, curls. Nope. Uh, nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <Just keep> uh, <laughs> No, it's not the original. You don't remember the one. He's in his. He's in his. Uh, oh, the barbers. Yeah, yeah. He's in the barber shop. We got the. I the, see the it. Four twenty on the clock in the background. Yeah. I love all. Sure, we. 
What did you do to that Ken doll, Cherie, in that dream house? <laughs> well, he didn't have a ball, so. <laughs> That's why you liked him so much lost. later. There ain't nothing here, Grandma. This is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Did you buy the cheap one? It's no nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Anyway, do you have a shout out, Shane? Uh yeah, just shout out you guys. Uh wanna shout out our guy Christopher Jackal. Yes. You know, we've all you know had our trials and tribulations and unfortunately in true TTNL fashion it has reared its ugly head again and came up and bit the jackal family so we're all sending our well wishes to to him and his wife uh you know wishing them the, the the best of luck and if you can send some positivity their way i'm sure that they would appreciate it exchange some <clears throat> texts with chris a little bit earlier and just told him that i loved him and you know we're always here as a group or individually with you know whatever he needs and uh do whatever he needs but we will get family first taken care of and then chris will get back on the air with us you know in due time when when he's able to but until then yeah chris jackal will be my my main shout out tonight absolutely love you chris can't wait to have you back and uh thinking about you buddy very well said i will reiterate <laughs> down on my shout out to chris jackal and ask you patrons and fans of the network to send positive energy towards the jackal family um god i love the dude if we're not breaking your balls bratcher jackal ivan cool kennedy whoever caden fucking whitlow probably don't really like you very much to be honest <laughs> uh when we do break your balls it's because we like you and appreciate you that goes for everybody even the chat and some of you guys in the chat are very funny and kind and compassionate but the humanity and the empathy not you creighton not you <laughs> but everybody else everybody i'm kidding creighton one creighton one yeah one. will fall creighton one shout out to all of you guys for making Wednesday nights must-see TV, having a lot of fun. Shout-out to Mark Schofield for jumping yep. on, talking some draft and Justin Fields and the Bears. As we're in June, obviously, as we get closer to training camp, when the pads come on, as Dieter says, and you see who the real, you separate the men Fuck from the boys. Fuck them rookies, Dieter said. Fuck them rookies. We'll see the real stories of that. But as we go on these next few weeks, we're going to have a lot of fun and a lot of discussion. Maybe bring some of you fans on the show next week. Talk Maybe next week. Show. Yeah. No guests. Just a fun show. Yeah. Just a fun show. That being said, I want to shout Cherie's out. Sharice's co-workers are going to come on. Sharice's co-workers. Mom, Behind the here. scenes. Behind the scenes, what goes on? Hey, there you go. Yep, I like it. I like it. I like it. 
<laughs> Sorich isn't saying that tonight. That's a whole other story. Uh, all of you got Ron G, Caden Whitlow, Cool Kennedy, Chris Jacko, Bratcher. All of the people working behind the scenes. Cars, we miss you. I saw one person in the chat miss you, Cars, as well. Just one. <laughs> Just pointing that out for you. Uh, I want to shout out Sean Stewart <laughs> and uh, my guy Will Wright. I know Will sent me a nice message about this network and what it means to him. Keep... You and Shane keep grinding the truth and standing up. Never change. Hans from Germany. Flock the Conqueror. Uh, Torino Connor. Reynal Flores. My boy. Clint Wilson. Jared Perry. HL Priest. John P. Williams. Jack Turner. Ben Hooper. It's David Cooper on Instagram. David Greenberg. Did he get his credit card fixed, Shane? Can't yeah, no, get a hold of good. Him. Yeah, he's the... He makes sure and tells everybody that he's technologically illiterate. I don't think he says it exactly that way. I was probably a little harsh no, saying it that way. He says it exactly that way. Yeah. You can always tell the people because we're friends on Facebook and he like shares my pictures. Yeah. <laughs> like he shared a picture of my niece. And I'm like, that's not odd at all, David. But you know, it's whatever. It's cool. <laughs> like, who shared a picture of my niece? David Greenberg. Never met him a day of my life. But now all of his friends can see my niece. <laughs> well, Daniel Perez, I'll shout you out as well best show on youtube yeah, i appreciate that i did take the jump sheree to youtube tv via shane's thing yeah. so i'm in the house ivan i'll have my direct i mean my direct access to the nfl sunday <laughs> ticket don't let ivan fool you he reached out to me too he's like did he? Fuck it. oh yeah who, who am i for ivan's in, in. I got a problem. All right. <laughs> uh, so we'll be all caught up. Maybe I can share my. I don't know. Do you say you got to cut dollars every time? You got to. They'll do if it I one month, and then if you have another one, they put it to the next month, and then the next. You're month. getting months. Yeah, but you got to wait like two or three weeks, I think, before oh they let you. God. Yeah, so I got a good head start on your ass, but it's cool. It's all right. It's all good, bro. I'm trying to get my dad to take the jump. You can stay home and play ColecoVision. I'm taking discounts on YouTube TV. <laughs> Coleco. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jamie Silverberg. Shout you out. Shout you out. Jeremy Anastasi. How's he doing? Hopefully very good. I hope so too. Him and his son over in Korea. Hopefully you guys are doing good. Another great show. Uh, you patrons will be getting more tape coming soon as we move into the dead of the football offseason that is after. And it, and it won't be dead here, will it, Phil? No, it will not. We are going to have a lot of fun 
breaking down the bears on this channel right ben i appreciate you bullets maybe we do go to cali shane maybe we go to san maybe. diego i need to get away Cherie wants us to come to Washington to party with her. Well, Charles, make Leno? sure Dan Dan McMahon's DirecTV set up <laughs> over down there. Down in well, there. Shane, I don't like to cause trouble and save money. <laughs> Keepers, creepers. The Beatles back together, baby. You're better together than apart. I'm just a fan. I'm not a football evaluator. Yep. Yes, please stay a fan. If you really were a fan, you'd know Hard Knocks would be a great thing for the avid Bears fan. That is my message to George McCaskey. Hopefully, the news of Hard Knocks usually comes comes out a week ago, two weeks ago. They still have not named the Hard Knocks. Everyone's fighting. I think Are they going to go be... with Aaron Rodgers I and think the so. Jets? I do. Yeah? Yeah. It's New York. It's Aaron Rodgers. This will be the third yeah. time we've seen the Jets. There's a lot of soft-ass pussies on TV, so why not make a show <laughs> with Aaron Rodgers on it, you know? <laughs> I love all He's a very nice dick that any woman would love. Exactly. <laughs> Listen, we'll be back next week. No guests. You might be the guest if you want to be on the show. Maybe. Just Maybe. don't don't bombard my DMs. DMs. Hey man, can you get can you get me on the show? I'm a huge <laughs> fan. But what you need to do but your audio levels back in June of 19, it drove me <laughs> fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man we'll see what hard knocks leave your favorite gift in the comments that you got i'll be interested in catching up on that and enjoy this be a friend tell a friend as the great chris jackal would say let everybody know where the network is if you're not a subscriber i'm not smart Please do so now. We're going to go back to the old outro. Even though it's three minutes long, it's worth it. Take a look back at what was 2022. I'm going to tell you, shit in your hat and get the hell off. The <laughs> it's 2022 TTNL. All the characters and some of the great moments of last year. We'll leave you with that. Love you guys. Great job tonight, all of you. Thank you, everybody in the chat. God bless you. We'll see you next time. The tape never lies. Hey, fuckers. This is Brian Urlacher, and I'm keeping it 100 on the Tape Never Lies Network. The tape never lies. TTM, the tape never lies. Tape never lies. Are you friends with Adam Rank? I am. Come on. Bill. You guys know the tape never lies. Give me some name. Come on, Shane. The tape never lies, never. Tape never lies, network. Maybe tune in. I'm 
a born American boy, okay. born in this land. I, I tell you what, man. <laughs> Preston Abner, I tell you what, man. You could be better in the open field. That's all I said. Brenton Gill's the fucking new punk god. I'm I fucking love it. I love it. It grew a goatee because the only way people knew that I had actually gone through puberty is his hair either had to be here or here. And that was it. <laughs> These guys will tell you the best abilities is availability. Best ability isn't availability, it's accountability. You fucking nerd fucks. Fuck yourself. Blame, blame it on the bubble wrap. I love how Jim Larrison is faster coming out of the end zone than I see Ebner. It's pretty true. I mean, that's true. The tape never lies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who's going to rise up? Jeepers, creepers. I'm good. I'm feeling good about this week, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we go. I love us. That's gonna be good. Good man, that's good. Have you watched the Matrix yet, dude? So man, I fucking fucked up. The tackle would be the great figure on my ass. I was like, oh man. Audio hired him to draw logos. Uh, <laughs> Ours was also supposed to be named after Dion Warwick. That's so strange. <laughs> Give me some fucking names. Worried you know how cold it is here, guys? I'm doing this for you. <laughs> I'm doing this for you, you know. I got it up. Watching the Tape Never Lies Network, but her face can't. <laughs> she gotta work that ass for daddy. Oh.